the next few weeks are going to be rough. So, uh, without further ado, uh, uh, maximum effort. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And Ready? three, two, one for each of you. <laughs> and uh. clap. what is up ladies and gentlemen if it comes across that maybe we're just a little bit punch drunk on a monday night that's when we're recording uh then it may not just be punchy uh we may be just yeah anyways that's for another show uh i am uh well let's get the show out of the way uh this is ps comics i love you the official pop culture podcast what's going on jer uh, the official pop cultural podcast of Carefree Broadcasting, and uh, I am coming to you from uh, the forest moon of Endor, um, and uh, Jr. is coming from his uh, man crush man cave of Harrison Ford. Because come on, who does not like the uh, the '80s do there on top of uh, young Harrison? It's a good dude. It's a good dude to rock. It's, it's a, a good dude to rock. rock. I mean, I, I mean. That god dang everything about the this this trilogy is just amazing, and it's so fun to know that wink this episode, this show, this this movie can canonly can can canonically chronically, whatever that word that JR yeah. just said, yeah, um leads right into arguably the best. I'm, dare I say, I'm gonna say it right now. We just okay. people say we just did two weeks ago. Okay. We just did Empire Strikes Back. It's Empire good. Strikes Back. People say to this day is the best Star Wars movie ever made. Bar none. Doesn't even not even close. Hmm? What comes in the 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 Star okay. Wars canon? What comes next after Return of the Jedi? Could be better than Empire Strikes Back. Hmm. Mm, I could, could very well be better. Um, yeah, could be very better, but could be better than Empire Strikes Back. And we're of course talking about season one and two as of right now, The Mandalorian, which just sure. had its season two finale. Oh, and people, are, I know I've gotten some emails going, "Dude, when are you going to get to The Mandalorian?" Well, two reasons. Number one, we want to get through the movies first. Then we're going to go yes. back and do the TV shows. How we're going to do that? If we're going to take a break. We don't know yet, but we want to do the Clone Wars. We want to do Rebels, and we want to do the Mandalorian. Yeah. So, um, it's, first it's a off, big it's a big possibility that we might group them all up together. Just to yeah, just do them all time. together and just kind of yeah. talk about them. Maybe we don't do watch along style. We just yeah. kind of talk along and like for Jr. He can definitely handle. Uh, I mean, well, we've both seen uh, uh, season one of the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and uh, Jr. promised me for Christmas he is going to get me for Christmas. He is going to watch season two of the Mandalorian. He has waited. It's been out for eight weeks. <laughs> he uh, has waited. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't hard. because I worked with, I work with three guys that have <laughs> spoiled so much for me this season. Oh, uh, gosh, but nonetheless, man. he is J.R. Kambakungan, the dark King, the, the Sith Lord. He is hey, Darth no. Kambakungan at also <laughs> not J.R. Comics 42, 42, 42, uh of course check it out hit them up ebay listings coming at you mm. full force mm-hmm. homeboy needs to buy a new computer uh hit him up uh venmo yeah. uh <laughs> paypal um 
Details coming soon, guys. Details Dude, coming soon. Uh, Only fans slash also not JR Comics 42 coming very uh-huh. soon. Um, we might set up a Patreon for him. Who knows? Uh, dude needs know. a new computer. Uh, he was he was lagging like so you bad, wouldn't believe dude. about like yeah. five minutes ago. So yeah, yeah. I have the voice of reason, Kevin Pillow, <laughs> at voice of reason twenty three on all social media platforms. We're gonna get right into this. Matter of fact, let's do this. Handy dandy remote in hand. No no free shill for Apple. I really don't yep. care. Um, Blu-ray, Laserdisc, VA. Oh, speaking of which, speaking Laserdisc, of which, wow. speaking of VHS, in uh-huh. honor of the final episode of the original trilogy, I am busting out free today in its original gloriness on VHS, The Return of the Jedi. Check wow. this stuff out. I mean, no, this is there are no special editions. This is the digital remaster. This was from 1995. So just a couple of years prior to the bastardization of the original trilogy, uh, oh. we have the THX uh, trilogy. Um, this pretty damn good tri- version of the trilogy um, outside of the original. So anyways, Laserdisc, Blu-ray, DVD, VHS, whatever it may be, because of that main menu. And yes, three, two, one, play. Please don't be halfway through the movie like Empire. And it was son of a bitch. Start from the beginning. <laughs> who, was watching, who was watching Return of the Jedi? The hell? I love these things. Man. There we so, go. We always have something. We always have something nice every single week for you guys. <laughs> Little hiccups All here right. and there. We're underway. Yeah. Return of the Jedi, Episode Six, the the last mm-hmm. of the the Lucas era, the last mm-hmm. um, movie of the original trilogy. Um, so much. Uh, 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 this growing up, this was my favorite one. Um, yeah, I've learned to embrace Empire. Um, I still like, I almost like A New Hope better, but for some reason, Return is Return. I just love it because of the Ewoks. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> with that said, um, one of the most poignant scenes from Return of the Jedi, Jr., uh, mm-hmm. is the opening. Um, yeah. we get so much crammed into the, like the first 20 30 minutes of this movie Just with about, yeah with the return to Tatooine return to Jabba's palace mm-hmm. um and we see a lot of going on we see this grand heist yes sir being put together we go to the sand barge which we'll get to in a moment and we see uh in its in his uh, full sun-baked visual goodness. We get to see mm. one of the greatest Star Wars characters of all time come mm. to the forefront, and that is Boba Fett. Uh, and we start off the show without it would be it would we would be remiss with not starting off the show to talk about uh, Jeremy Bullock, yep, aka the original Boba Fett, passed away this past week. He was seventy-five years old. Um, and the news broke actually by young Boba Fett, the, the man who, the young lad who plays basically the clone, the baby mm-hmm. clone, or the, the adolescent clone yeah. in episode two, Attack of the Clones. Uh, mm-hmm. Daniel Logan broke the story um, on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the legendary pa- a, a bounty hunter passed away at the, uh, the age of 75 on December 17th. He played Boba Fett in both episodes five and six. Um, I, did they say whether or not he was the original voice of Boba Fett 
Sadly, no, that's still not yet to be determined. So no. no. For those who don't know, if you go back in the Disney Plus and the digital release of the original trilogy, the voice of Boba Fett is actually dubbed over mm-hmm. by the, the, the actor who currently plays um, uh, uh, Boba Fett and, uh, of course... Um, uh, played him in the, the the original trilogy or Attack of the Clone, rather. He played yeah, Jango yeah. Fett um, yep. and played most of the adult clones um, mm-hmm. in that movie. And I will be remiss if I don't get it. But going back, because like I said, we saw Boba in Empire. Mm-hmm. What was because you said this wasn't the first this wasn't the first Star Wars movie that you watched. You said you watched the prequels first when you were a kid. Yeah, I did. Yeah, about the prequels. Um, I think I. St- yeah, I watched the first one, the very first one. Like, what was your very... thought of Boba Fett? I mean, everyone's so drawn to you. He's the bad guy. What was? I, I mean, at the time, dude, I was uh, specifically when I first saw him. I was like, "Oh, freaking cool, badass! You got jetpack." <laughs> that was <laughs> the first the simple thing. Like, yeah, jetpack. You know what the hell? Like, because you know, you deal with like you deal with you know your regular droids. You deal with you know your lightsabers. You deal, you deal with Jedi. You deal with like you know the bad guys. And then you you got this freaking guy who had a freaking jetpack on. I'm like, oh yeah, that's badass. Tamura Morrison. Tamura Morrison ah. is the gentleman who plays Boba Fett. Um, both uh, who plays the, the the face of him uh, mm. and does the 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 redub of the voice in the uh, the in both Empire and I believe in uh, Return. But do they? I gotta. We'll have to get to it. I wonder if they dub over his scream. When he gets knocked into the uh saw oh, like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they might yeah, they might actually put a can not. like will they might have pulled a can Wilhelm scream. Uh, you know the Wilhelm scream? The the famous uh mm. dub scream. Yeah, 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 they yeah. might have they might have put that in. So it's a possibility. They've used that many, many times over oh, anyway yeah. during the series. So it's it does isn't like it's a possibility it's a probability that it happens. But yeah. Uh, he um, again, guys, continue with the amazing Jeremy Bullock. He also is credited in you know TV film, uh, film and TV like Counterattack, The Checkered Flag, The Newcomers, and many others. And cool, uh, cool little tidbit. He was also in a he was also in a movie with Christopher Lee, who would play Count Dooku, The Devil's Agent. That's kind of cool. Brings it full circle to the Star Wars universe. Um, mm-hmm. And it's mind blowing uh, the amount of of um star wars related characters that we have lost in just the last couple of years yeah um but uh i I, I do want to throw this out here before i forget um yeah we had this happen today and he's more of a sports figure but crossed over into pop culture in professional wrestling in the mid to late 90s and that of course the nfl hall of famer kevin green passed away this afternoon at the age of 58 uh, Kevin yeah. Green uh, spent a lot of time participating. Uh, he loved professional wrestling, um, and uh, he participated uh, in a World Championship Wrestling (WCW) back in the '90s, and also yeah. had a resurgence in the late '90s uh, with uh, Impact Wrestling, then known as NWA TNA. Uh, so, mm-hmm. our condolences to both uh, Jeremy and Kevin's family. Um, 2020 has been a bitch. Yeah, really and truly. Is. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been tough. It's been yeah. it's been a very tough year specifically. And, and I and I did I'd be remiss too if I didn't mention this. We 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 got so we had so much come at us the last couple of weeks. Uh, and mm-hmm. thank you so much for for guys for bearing with us when we did the uh, the big Disney investor show. 
Um, we did also forget to mention another professional wrestler, a Hall of Famer that passed away uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So it kind of ties into our pop culture prospect uh, was, um, oh my gosh, uh, 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 I just completely drew a blank. Uh, Pat Patterson, oh, uh, the legendary, yeah. the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame yeah. uh, Pat Patterson passed away. Uh, Pat Patterson uh, was a legendary wrestler in the WWE. Um, Absolutely. And performed many times here on the West Coast, especially in the Cal Palace in San Francisco. Uh, Pat famously has been one of the, uh, actually, I think was one of the first, but uh, was an openly gay man, but only in the last, in the latter uh, parts of his career. It was always well known, or it was within the inner circle, it was well known that he was, but he was never uh, open about it until just uh, the last, oh, 10 or so years of his life. But uh, Went on to his great rewards. Uh, I believe he was in his late seventies. Um, so, um, again, our well wishes and, and, and condolences to his family uh, as well. But on to better news: the Zack Snyder cut leaked. Or am I reading this right? Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. Uh, so I, I came up with this little story where just um, so I was going through the net and. Uh, like all geek fans, you just go through sites, whatever. And I was looking up usually. I was looking at just like my comic book stuff, and then I saw them you know, clear in my eye. Um, it was broken uh, by first it was broken by comic book uh, comicbook.com, CBR, and then they made note that uh, <laughs> that yeah, Zack Snyder actually uh, he, he he might have leaked the the premiere date. Oh, uh, the, the premiere date, month. yeah, yeah, the premiere month. Uh, and and they were he was responding to a a comment on uh, the social media site Vero. Uh, after after a uh, after a fan said something about like oh I hope that uh, uh, after your after your cut I hope that all the uh, <laughs> all the other cuts are destroyed or something like that right so Snyder commented I understand and of course I understand and of course respect your feelings and I just hope I can wipe that version out of existence that with what you see in March and so uh, it's a possibility that he leaked it it's uh, I've always kind of like I was always kind of like picturing that Mar- you know that that february march type of date where we might have you know that i guess a mini series at this point you know it's technically a mini yeah i think it's i think it's gonna be a two-parter or something like that yeah it's technically gonna be a mini series here it's gonna be it's gonna of course gonna gonna release on hbo max and i'm like okay yeah just a little uh, just a little uh leak from the from the man himself who's now rehelming uh the the dceu so that was a little thing that was kind of hinted at this this, uh, this past week or so. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this goes into my next part, guys. Is, um, well, before I, I, we but, get into, because I'm going to take a time out just real quick. Yeah, okay. Only because I'm looking at our script and we try to fly off the seat of our cuff and we end up doing that. But JR does, again, does a fantastic job at uh, doing our, a script here. Um First note, JR <laughs> forgot hit the save button and he's missing three pages of notes, but still did a great job. He's got a tremendous amount of information here. Before you get into the rant, because it is all downhill until we get into the movie, <laughs> I want to bring him some positive notes. Okay. To the fans out there, um, I just thought of this. I will have to play it by ear. Mm-hmm. with with what we do next next sunday for two reasons obviously christmas is this week it's going to be yep. busy time and whatnot yep but we may have to call an audible at some point this week based on whatever comes out because we have a massive massive premiere happening 
on Friday on HBO Max. We are getting Wonder Woman 84 in less than five days. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are uh, subscribers to HBO Max, um, which is, by the way, one of the better uh, streaming platforms outside of Disney Plus, um, Mm -hmm. if you don't have HBO Max, shame on you. You should have it. It's worth the 15 bucks a month. Um, I know that I actually single-handedly talked our good friend Sid Johnson, uh, which, by the way, hey, Sid, Desert Oasis Comics, check it out. Um, I talked with him this past uh, new release day. I'll probably talk to him again on Wednesday. Um, I think I single-handedly talked him into <laughs> continuing his Disney Plus and his HBO Max subscription. Yeah. It also cool, should man. be noted that for those of you who are DC fans, that what was once the DC Universe, um, two things. One, the the streaming media content, Harley Quinn, Titans, blah, 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 all that stuff, all the videos should be if they haven't already should be by the i think by february should all be on to hbo max and the dc universe will become what marvel unlimited is and that is simply a an opportunity for you to subscribe to the vault of of comic books from uh from dc comics so with that it's a positive again we'll we'll think about it most likely we're going to stick with our guns and go with force awakens next week but it's out there guys we're gonna have wonder woman at some point this week so yeah, with that said yeah. let's get right into jr soapbox <sighs> his rants of the day we begin with detective comics we begin with dc i have in the notes it starts off here fuck dc <laughs> yeah okay so all right so of course guys like i've said before like we said before we've always said to support all your local comic book shops right so me and myself in particular, I have a tendency to go to uh, this awesome shop in Palm Desert called <clears throat> called Comic Asylum, owned by two amazing Filipinos that I personally know. And about uh, two, three months ago now, maybe a little more than that, uh, Javel, who is one of the owners of the shop, he put out a pre-order list for, thank you very much, he, he, put out, he made a pre-order, a pre-order um, a sign up for uh, a statue, Batman, the Batman black and white from McFarland. Right. And so I paid my I paid my one hundred thirty five dollars up front because I wanted I had the cash. I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not do it? <clears throat> and um, he said, yeah, you know, it's going it might be a thing to have. It's a collection edition type of thing. You probably sell it if you wanted to in the next couple of years, because like stuff that because the 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 initial first run going for like you buy for one thirty five is like selling for like around three hundred bucks. So, you know, you have your thing. Cool. whatever. So I get the news just just this week that <laughs> that D.C., uh, because of COVID, they said that they're discontinuing the line. Cool, fine, but what about the ones that already have been made and that, that should be and already has been sent out? Well, because they're dumbass fucking. Dis- okay, I'm gonna just have a whole lot of f bombs and a lot of curse words. I apologize. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> because because they're in a second. I know because they're dumbass fucking distribution services named Lunar. They are not going to be doing that. They're gonna. They basically said, "No, we're not gonna. We're not gonna send you, or uh, we're not gonna send you uh, your 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 statues or things you paid for." And I think also, I think there there was there was a note saying that they're not gonna freaking like uh, reimburse them or some crap like that. How is that possible? I don't fucking know, dude. How's but it's legal? just ha- wait. Okay, so I have the I have the actual. Let me see here. Comic Asylum. 
Okay. Uh, hello, Chuck's here about the uh, about the black and white Batman, but McFarlane unfortunately got discontinued due to COVID. And when DC separated from Diamond, they refused to distribute it. So they're refusing to distribute the uh, the possibility, the probability that they already have statues in hand, but they're refusing to distribute it. <laughs> and it's just like one of uh, DC has been doing decent this year, decent. Yeah, but they have been fucking up a lot too, right? Yeah. They've been messing up a lot, and just seeing the seeing all this stuff unfold right now, specifically when you have under you're under when you're under the microscope of freaking COVID, where you have all this sh- stuff happening, it's not a good thing to make one your your uh, your possible buyers, your interested fans, not get the product that they paid for, yeah, that you want, and two to kind of screw over the freaking uh, the freaking comic book the comic yeah, book shops, cool. right? that that had that then got to tell their their people that bought that bought from them saying hey sorry we can't we can't uh they're not doing it so we're gonna basically kind of refund your your pre-order uh but please shop with us like this optics from this man it's just so bad it's so freaking bad and this is one of the possibly many many fuck-ups that you know that dc switching to lunar is gonna have and so play by ear at this point but at the same time my big my big fuck you uh, goes to okay. My small fuck you goes to DC and Lunar right now. And then we go to this, the biggest news for me, possibly the gaming world. Yeah, for this the was week. huge. This was huge. And that is the launch, the fall, and the utter sheer disappointment that is Cyber tw- Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. And if one, you guys, this one hurt. This one hurt. If you guys have been, uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have been uh, listening to us the last couple of weeks now, last hopefully the last couple of months. And that say, if you yeah, guys, this have, goes back to like almost like July. We've been talking about yeah, this. I was talking about this freaking game, dude. Like uh, when we were still in the tens, bro. Right. And I, I have nothing. I had nothing but love and adoration for this game. I still kind of do. I own the game. Where is my game case? It's here somewhere. I that's in my PS4 currently right now. And so for those who don't know. Cyberpunk uh, released this Thursday, and it did not have critical acclaim. It, and what actually happened is that most the uh, most of uh, the reviews for it is kind of like, ah, right, cool. It, ha- it has potential to become you know really really good. It's that it's just super freaking buggy right now, and it yeah. takes you out of the game. All right, cool. We thought that was the worst of it, right? Like, ah, right, cool. Yeah, okay, fine. It's a buggy game. They'll patch it. Whatever. It's fine. You know, just I want to know what happens when it comes to me, right? But people, but the the big red flag about this, right, is the reviewers, right, for the game has said. We only have gotten the PC version to review, meaning that it's the best possible version of the game. It's the best possible interpretation of the game. And that it's run on the best possible settings right now. And that's far beyond what baseline consoles like your PS4s and Xbox Ones can do, right? Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. But how bad is the console versions, right? And to our freaking knowledge now, it's freaking horrendous. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like it breaks like it has broke. I played the, the first time I bought the game. I played for three hours. I've had three crashes. That's every single good. hour. Every single hour I had a one full on crash. And the last time and the last the last crash I had, I said, all right, screw it. I'm done for the day. Right. And every single time I played it, I've had a crash and I've had the game now since Thursday. <laughs> so and I at least plug in maybe a good three, four hours into the game. And I stop because it crashes. 
But yeah, the game launched uh, last Thursday, guys. There was an NDA uh, for reviewers had a we have reviewers had a sign an NDA saying that uh that they had some clauses in saying that yo you can't you know you can't have your own you can't have your own game footage of the game you can't have your own you can't talk about certain things of the game and that's just a bunch of red flags specifically from a company called CD Projekt Red. CD Projekt Red is the company that's supposed to be for the good guys. You know, if if we are talking about Star Wars, they're the rebels, they're the good guys. Yeah, they're for the people. They should be for the people. This should not happen with them. So, okay, all review copies were done on PC. Most of them are in like high graphical settings, powered by monster PC rigs. And then we just found out there's bugs after bugs after bugs. You think if you think Marvel Avengers was bad bug wise, or Fallout seventy six bug wise was bad, yeah. this game was this game was damn near unfinished on consoles. And that's like, the thing is is they talked about. This game was technically supposed to come out, I believe, in July. Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to come out, like, sometime in the summer. Yeah, and it got pushed back, and fans were like, okay, okay. but get it done. Yeah. And then when stuff came out with the Avengers and other games, um, people were like, no, you know what? Take your time. Get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Put shit out there that that uh, that's going to be... It's gonna it's, it, tear it down, but when they kept pushing, and then it was funny, was just like all of a sudden, like it kept getting pushed back, it kept getting pushed back, it almost became laughable. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's coming out on a, on a Thursday. It was like it was so random, and I was like, I remember there's a yeah. there's a, a a video a YouTube channel that I watch mm-hmm. uh, for Pokemon, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put in some Cyberpunk 2077 tonight, and I'm like, wait, it came out? Yeah, uh, I had no idea. And then, I, I like, mean, and then yeah. I've heard nothing but just random, just terribleness about it. So yeah, like the game is runnable. It's is is runnable on PCs on on pretty decent settings, right? But like, um, it's just damn near unfinished on on consoles. It's like un, it's yeah. nearly unplayable on before patch one before patch one zero four one zero five. It was kind of damn near unplayable for me, right? It's just there's a lot of graphical glitches. There are a lot of things that just there's lagging the game. And it was just horrible. It was. It felt like a horrible like grind to get through just to walk down the street. It was pretty freaking bad, and so bad that like that the company. I, I don't know if you saw the statement that the, that CD Projekt put out, right? Basically saying, "Hey, sorry that we know that we were." It was basically them saying that, "Hey, sorry guys that uh that we that we um that we lied to you, and that this then that the console version isn't up to snuff, but please give us a chance." And that um I'm paraphrasing, of course. Please give us a chance, but if you feel like that, just go and return the game. Then I'm like. That's the most fucking tone deaf type of thing. Sorry, guys, but not really. If you don't like it, return it. Like, that's what it felt like to me reading the message. I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? And so that just ha- just hearing that statement, people return the game, right? Digitally, they returned it or, or they returned it to stores. Sony wasn't fucking having it. And so what Sony did is that they put down the freaking hammer and they took it and they took the game off their off their game store on your on PlayStation. They just took it off and they gave refunds to everybody. Microsoft is uh, Microsoft took a more lenient route, saying, "Okay, we will still keep it on, but then we're giving refunds back if you bought digital releases." And knowing from a company like Sony that doesn't do refunds, not necessarily, that's a hard thing to do. Like, they took out freaking Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven from CD Projekt from that developer, the guys who made Witcher three, who who is which a game supposed to be touted as possibly the game of the generation of the PS four Xbox One generation. That does not happen to this company. That's like Marvel 
doing Justice League, but it's Justice League and not the Mar- and not Marvel's version of Justice League. Like that doesn't happen. <laughs> no, it does. That, that yeah. no, that doesn't happen. And it, it's just it was just so freaking bad, dude. And like now, like the game is just super unfinished. This game is super unfinished. It has so many technical glitches and glitches and hiccups. My game again has crashed constantly. I've seen so many times. Where I'm so freaking. There's a there's dude. There's a scene literally in the first. Like in in the in the uh, in the in I guess the 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 beginning section of the game right where you're having this very deep in depth conversation with like your friend right who is who is you know bleeding out in this car and like he's looking at you right hey man you're my best friend or whatever right and then the gun that he's holding is sticking to his fucking head <laughs> his head is nowhere near there but the gun butt is like sticking out his head like dude that just takes me out as first it's in first person so that's all you see. And like just stuff like that, dude. And the game's just unfinished. And there's people saying that, oh, you well, you bought the game on the wrong on the wrong hardware. You know, that's your fault. I'm like, yo, this isn't like that's no, that's still a that's still a dumbass freaking argument, bro. Like, well, you 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 don't have the you don't have the proper hardware to run it. Like, bro, like this it doesn't yeah, that doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it it doesn't like it doesn't. I still pay sixty bucks. I just like this isn't a freaking Ferrari we're talking about. This isn't like type of like this. The game, if you want to, if you want to make a basis for this game, it's this, like, it's just unfinished. It's not, it's, they were supposed to run this thing. They're supposed to, if their intention was to run this on the highest freaking hardware, then just do that. Right. But this game was announced in 2012, a full generation of games, eight years, a full generation of a game console that was supposed to be releasing it for happened. It really, it was, it was in pre-production 2012 and 2016 after, uh, after, um, Witcher 3's last DLC came out. They had four years to basically finish the game. Four years. And all he did was just work on the on the uh, the high-end graphical setting type of game, which is basically a really good game behind it, but it just smarted so badly with technical stuff. And yeah, I thought... Yeah, th- no, I was just saying, this game, I mean, even I know about it. I'm not a huge gamer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even I knew about this game. Uh since the um i think it was since e3 um in summer of 19 or maybe summer of 18 Mm. uh but i mean this has been around for a while and i know obviously a lot of it had to do with uh, the fact that you have keanu reeves uh as kind of the skin of of one of the uh the lead characters and whatnot um the, the guy behind the cyberpunk genre, basically Mike Pondsmith, who made the original tabletop game back in the 80s, he was so heavily involved in this. He was yeah. part of the pre-production planning as well as everything else going involved, just being an advisor. And he was so into it. Uh, and here, here's, here's the biggest takeaway I have from this whole thing. The devs of this game aren't at fault. They've been saying multiple times, hey, no, we need more time. We need more time. We need more time. This isn't, these are a thing. It's management. It's the management, C- CDPR management that kind of fucked things up. By having these lofty freaking goals, by saying, oh, "Oh yeah, you know, um, the game, the game runs surprisingly well on consoles." And like, how? What is surprising well for you is because it's damn near broken for me, and it, it just feels like it's a game where like I would've been okay if this game was got a year delayed. I would've been okay because I the the, the last thing for me as a as a consumer and and a fan of CD Projekt Red as well as just really good freaking video games isn't for this freaking year is not to end it <laughs> making it's yeah. not it's not for this year to end make me realize oh yeah that's right 2020 was a shit freaking year and this game just solidified that 
just help solidify that. Like, it's, <laughs> you know, it, it's really unfortunate because, like I said, it was one of those um, those big games that was supposed to kind of um, kind of book in this year. A lot of people were looking forward to it, yeah. and uh, and and this was like one of the most talked about games. Like I said, I, I'm not tremendously into it because I, it's just not my cup of tea and you know i want to it's one of those other things it's like okay i want it to succeed because um i'm a fan of uh the the genre and whatnot but um you know i was i was really disappointed to hear that it 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 bombed yeah uh, i i you know it wasn't until i read jr's notes that i realized that it had bombed so badly that people were doing i'd heard some of the returns for the playstation store i know that sony pulled it from the uh the playstation store and whatnot um but most of like like jr said is that most of the 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 positive reviews that i had heard were Mm -hmm. from people using it on a pc and like a yeah and on like a top tier pc so Mm -hmm. um i know i'm not gonna get the game yeah no here's the thing it's it's a story-wise it's a good game it's a really good game, and I was enjoying the story. It's just that every time it takes me out is, you know, a glitch here and there, right? Like, yeah. like, like cars going through freaking cinder blocks, like, uh, like unfinished paved roads and all this stuff. Like I said, it's basically an unfinished game. It's so bad that freaking the New York Times put out a, put out a piece about it, right? That they, that tells you something. <laughs> yeah, and like their stocks dropped by like I think thirty or forty percent, and then way more than that with the second that Stony took it off, it took it off the market. It's got really low. And it's the thing, the biggest disappointment for me in this whole, this, this whole thing, like I, like I keep on saying, is that this is not supposed to happen to this company, with this company. Like they're supposed to be the, they're supposed to be the guys that are, and guys and girls who are all about consumer rights, who are all about, you know, protecting your, dev, your developers, protecting, your, protecting your, um, your workers, right? And then a game about basically consumerism and, and, and corporatism, right? Is ironically told through the actual management company, the management side of this company. That's that's some crazy freaking wicked irony in this because it's not supposed to freaking happen to this game, right? If it's happened to EA, all right, cool. It's EA. They're a fucking shady ass company. All right, whatever. If it's happened to Activision, who make freaking the Call of Duty, yeah, it's Call of Duty. It's Activision. They're a shady ass company. They've been doing this for a while. I get that, but not this freaking CDPR. Not the CDPR, dude. So it's just that, like. I'm still gonna give this game a shot because one, it's sixty dollars. I can't get it back now, and I do want to. And I do want to play this on PS Five eventually. We get one, but at the same time, like I'm still holding out hope because one, it's. I know, deep down, they're really good people, and they're yeah. and they just had a they just had a lot of lofty expectations, and they had a lot of a lot of um, uh, unannounced pressure. Oh, not unannounced, but like a lot of pressure on them to to perform at a high rate. Considering the fact that they're coming off one of the greatest games of all time in in Witcher in the Witcher three, and so I understand that, but this is what we got where they're possibly now getting a, a class action lawsuit from investors, where for for being fraudulent in the sense of like they're misleading that you know that the game was finished, basically. <laughs> you know, I go. This is when it comes to um, reviews of games i don't think there is a better um website to go to than ign Mm. uh when it comes to professional uh um uh reviews on video games 
I think they've been yeah, pretty brutally honest. Uh, I'm not going to read the entire uh, the entire review from Tom Marks from IGN, uh, but I'm going to read the editor's notes. This should tell you a lot of what JR just said. Editor note number one, we've replaced the video version. Now, mind you, there's a video and a full page review of, of this on IGN.com. So editor's note, we replaced the video version of this review with one of the... with. One that uses gameplay footage recorded on the PC build of Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. Instead of the trailers we used to use previous, we had used previously due to CD Projekt Red's pre-release restrictions. So right there, that's what Jared just talked about, that they're admitting that that uh, CD Red, Project Red uh, has put uh, review restrictions mm-hmm. on, on professionals. The content of the review itself is identical, the gameplay now more closely represents the experience we had while playing the game. So um, actually this is kind of a reverse course. They basically, they wanted you to use the gameplay footage, but from the PC build um, and uh, and not the, uh, the previous like trailer stuff they wanted you to use. Then there's, this is this one, this tells you a lot about what JR just just talked about. Editor's note number two, due to the dramatic difference in performance, we've given a separate review to uh, review score to the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 version of Cyberpunk 2077. Mm. We do not recommend it on those platforms at this time. Big, bold yep. letters. That is in the editor's notes. That's not in the review. That's not even in the title. That's before the title of the review on IGN's mm. review of Cyberpunk 2077. Do not play yep. it on a console. Play it Don't. on a PC if you want to. And they admit, and I'm watching just some of the video, and some of the review video is buggy as shit. Oh my dude, it's, god, it's, it's so it's, bad. It's it's, it's, it's bad, laughable. Dude, like, it's bad, like, and not only that, but like, there's also certain aspects of the game too that are kind of cut out from the console version, like the amount of people you have on screen, like the, the amount of NPCs that are walking the streets, like just having you know going out their regular lives. It's severely shortened when you get to like you know Xbox One and PS4 and the PS4 Pro and all that stuff, right? And um, it's just severely. Sh- there's a lot of there's a lot of like um, there's a lot of game, uh, game not gameplay, but like just a lot of shortcuts taking place now when it's not, it, it it's not. Basically, the game that they rep- that they're showing the the game that they've showed in their in their gameplay footage in their in their in their initial you know reveal trailers and all their stuff right on the PCs is not representative to what you'll get if you have a PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X or any of those yet, right? Yeah. There's yet to be up there's yet to be a, a next gen upgrade for the game. But here is the freaking thing. When people say that oh you should you need to buy the right version, you got to buy it, you got you should buy PS a PC, I'm not willing to spend a thousand freaking dollars to play a $60 game. I'm not. I'm. I, it is not my. It is not my inquiry to 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 put down a a the the amount of money it takes to run this game flawlessly, quote unquote. Right. I'm not willing to put down a to buy a a 3080 GTX from from uh from GeoForce or from uh yeah from all that. I'm not looking to put up a new graphics card. I'm not looking to build a whole new freaking rig yet. Right. Yeah. I, I'm not willing to put down that much right now just so I can get the game possibly to look the way that the developers want me to No, if they, if I wanted to, I'm not doing that, dude. Like I would, if I wanted to buy a P a PC, which I inevitably will, I'm not going to do it just for one freaking game, man. Like that's not the deal, bro. Like I, I saw, I saw a certain statistic last time when the, when the Witcher three came out is that most of the console sale, most of the sales come from consoles, right? Not most, but like a good portion, like more than way more than half were from console sales. 
So yeah. that means now in today's day, Cyberpunk should have that same have it should have that same number, if not more, because of what Witcher Three did. Meaning that you have most of the people that buy this game are on consoles, not just newer consoles, the older consoles, because that's what's there, right? Yeah. And so that's most your freaking market. Why isn't your game running properly? Like I, I get it, you want to be the enthusiast, but then at the same time you make that note. If you want this, you want if you want this game to be for the enthusiast to have the crazy freaking hardware that spent a thousand freaking dollars, right? Yeah. For that for that thirty ninety now that just came out. Or or whatever have you with these crazy uh, type of rigs where you need a, you need like uh, you need like you know like how many freaking power you know outages to to power this fucking rig you have? Okay, cool. Make it known for them. Those are your your quote unquote Ferraris and those are your quote your quote unquote you know supercars of the of the of the gaming uh, gaming uh, head, right? Yeah. But if most of your freaking but if more than half of your 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 revenue is coming from the guys like me who are gaming on PS4 or PS5 soon and all that stuff. And we have, I don't know, like we have a BMW, right? <laughs> PS4s are BMWs or, or something like that, right? PS5 is going to be BMWs. Then make, and that's most of your freaking player base. Make it for us too, dude. Like that's where most of your freaking money is. Don't, and like, it's just, it's aggravating. It really is. It's really aggravating. It really is because like, this isn't the truth of the matter. They're being they're being hella fraudulent because this is what you're. This isn't what you got. This like I I I feel cheated out of my sixty bucks because I put so much investment into this freaking game, into this, into the development of this game, into the people. They've lied to me. They've lied to their 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 player base, and now we're here. Like I see them now as freaking. I see them as Bethesda Fallout people like oh this you know it just works guys this is this is what it is you know this is this is our game's gonna look like no motherfucker it ain't and so yeah it's gonna take like it said before it's gonna take a lot of from us guys they put out so many freaking statements saying that yeah guys we apologize we're gonna try to earn your trust back we they talk to they talk to investors and all this stuff we're gonna try to earn your trust back guys like yeah homie sure i'll give you guys a year to probably pick it up if our if people are on the men are on the on the fence to buying this game i would literally just gonna say wait six months to a year yeah I would definitely wait for the version of this game to come out on the next gen consoles. Let yep. them work it out on those platforms yeah. and uh, wait till, you know, yeah, wait till, say something wait, till I, wait till, wait till I say it's okay to come in and play guys. Because <laughs> it's literally that, like, I don't want anyone's first freaking, uh, first freaking, uh, uh, experience be marred by the crap that I freaking saw just booting up, just booting up the game for the first time. It's, it, it's, it sucks. It's horrendous. It's, it's. I, I feel awful. I, I, yeah, yeah. I feel pretty freaking bad because, like, yo, this is this is not supposed to happen to this company, and it did. Yeah, and um, it should be noted, like the, the last big game that I bought was Avengers. I enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Yeah. It had its moments. It had its bugs moments. Mm -hmm. Um, and I bought it. God dang, about a week or two after yeah. it came out. And at that point, I think it already had two massive uh, patches. Because I remember when I first plugged it in, uh, the, the night I bought it, uh, mm. I brought it home and and I yeah. popped it in. Uh, and you know, I, I'm so used to aiming and go and boot it right up. And I, mean, I, yeah. I and then I, I go, oh, shoot, that's right. You know, there's going to be a patch update, you know, because I didn't buy it the day. day one. Even then, day, mm. even day one, you're going to have a patch. Um, mm. And I remember... I I went upstairs 
my, I remember my wife went to bed about like eight o'clock and I went upstairs at like nine 30 or something like that. And she's like, so what do you think of the game? I said, I got to play five minutes of it. And she's like, what? You were down there for like an hour and a half. I said, yeah, running an update. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, I had to run an update for, um, not only this, the, uh, um, the system, I had to run a PS4 update. I had to run um, the update for the patches for, for Marvel's Avengers. But it ran smoothly. I mean, like I said, I had it about a, I'd say about a week or so after its yeah. its initial launch. And um, yeah. I think since I've had it, I think I've had to do two patch updates, nothing major. Yeah. And again, it works. So guys, it's going to take some time and you got to take, take into consideration too. And this goes along with um, this past week, Niantic, uh, got a lot of uh, caught a lot of flack for how they handled an event with Pokemon Go, mm. and um, there's been a lot of bugs in that game. And that's a game that's been out for four years. Um, and granted, yeah. it's a different kind of game than Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk's a game that's supposed to come out, you play it. Uh, yeah. It has you some it to work. It and it has some maybe some long standing uh, uh, um, uh, modes to it that you're gonna like. Okay, like for me. I remember when I played um, Spider-Man, uh, mm-hmm. the Spider-Man for the PlayStation. I beat it in about four weeks, and but there are other parts of the game, expansion packs and other things that you can play um, that make you want to play it more than just four weeks. So there are aspects of those games to keep you yeah. enthralled in the game. Yeah. But for the most part, these kind of games like Cyberpunk and, and whatnot, those are designed to you play it, you beat it, you put it away. And maybe you bring it out every once in a while, like Pokemon Go is you play it every single yeah. day and whatnot. But Niantic's catching a lot of crap for some of the events that they're running. Yeah. And and stuff like that. So this goes along with with what with what JR said. It was maybe they should have used, I know that they're using COVID as kind of an excuse, but maybe they should have yeah. said, you know what? You're right. right. And not release the damn game and wait six months to release the game because these guys yeah. are working from home. Um, I mean, there's mm-hmm. a story that I read on comicbook.com the other day about uh, about a couple of video games that were released and updates that were released in 2020 um 99% of this of these gaming developer staffs are Work working from home. from home yeah and i'm sure they have I, great computers great t1 freaking 1000 gigabit yeah. internet connections yeah. whatever but it's not the same of working in an office where it's yeah it's designed for video game development so these guys, they should have just waited. Um, and, and and that's the thing. Like they've, they built up so much good karma within the company because all the things they've done prior to this fucking, prior to this fucking game, right? Yeah. They released this game is that I've been okay with that. Yeah. They, they said if they came out PR wise going, hey, all right, cool. Guys, Um, just let you know, the game from our standpoint doesn't look finished, right? Honestly, it looking like because of COVID, because all the extenuating circumstances due to this freaking year, it's looking like we have to push it to probably next year. I know you guys have been looking forward to it this year, but we want to give you the best possible game that we can, right? Yeah. Like that would been that would been okay with that. Like, all right, cool. You know, uh, we want because we I've heard also that they couldn't, you know, they couldn't um they couldn't play test the game because for bugs and all that all that stuff, because all their playtesters aren't there at the studio and they're not able to give them you know, they're not able to give them the code correctly and say, oh, this thing's wrong here, this thing's wrong here. And I understand that they didn't want to give playtesters, these these game testers, the game to go to their houses and not leak it online or somewhere. I understand that. But, like, just the opposite. Like, yo, like, you have the possibility to become, like, one of the best games, right, off the bat of the new generation of consoles. Off the bat, 
make it worthwhile. Push, you know, hold it for six months to a year. Really polish the game up. You're not, you're, you're supposed to be better than EA. You're supposed to be better than all these publishers that, that release crappy freaking games. I keep on going back to the, to the Mimoto quote when he says, a, when he said um, a delayed game has the possibility of eventually becoming good, but a bad game will always be a bad game. And this is it. Miyamoto said this. Nintendo's guy, right? This is it. Yeah. And like this is what it is. And like to go back to your point with Marvel Avengers, the, that's the that's one of the biggest concerns. Well, that's one of the biggest critiques I've heard. Like, oh, how come you know how come Sony didn't pull down Marvel Avengers or Fallout seventy six? Here's the thing. Oh well, for Fallout seventy six, I understood that, right? But for Marvel Avengers, here's the freaking thing. The the biggest negative to that game is that after you're done with the game, there's nothing. It's a pay to service. It was a pay to play game, a pay to service game where um, you're supposed to have constant constant updates about it after after you got done with the initial story. That was the main, that was a big concern of it. There's nothing you do right after the game. You pay 60 bucks for it, right? You're supposed yeah. to have you're supposed to have Kamala Khan, uh, Hawkeye, you're supposed to have all these characters after the fact, after you're done with this with the game. That was a big complaint. They didn't have bugs fucking galore in, in Fallout 76. They didn't have cars falling out of the freaking sky killing you. They didn't have they didn't have buggy ass freaking uh uh, character dialogue where if you didn't if you can't get a character dialogue correctly it'll stop you from a certain treat of, of a certain storyline in the game that you can't finish anymore yeah. didn't have that but they have that in cd project red which could have been done easily if they play tested it and they they would hash out all those bugs and polish yet yeah. like no dude and not, and not only that but now we keep on hearing things like oh developer crunch and that these developers are working 100 hour work weeks and shit and that you know that they wanted time to get away you know, they wanted time to be with their family and, you know, it's the holidays and stuff like that. And now they're pissed off at, at the management by saying that, hey, by them, by them telling, telling everyone, hey, you, we told you guys, this, we told you this crap for months. It's an unfinished game. Don't release it. But you guys released it. <laughs> yeah. And, and the other thing, too, is to take into consideration is like one of the last games that I've one of the last big, massive games that I played. I mean, obviously it was Avengers. Um, but you look at uh, Insomniac's um, oh, yeah, Insomniac uh, Spider-Man. It was a massive game. And, but the example I was going to use is Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption came out 2018. Red Dead Dead 2. Yep. Came out in 2018. Came, comes out from, from Rockstar Games. Rockstar Games known for playing Red Dead and and Grand Theft Auto. And these are games that, shoot, GTA 1 came out, shoot, 90. Five, 96 97 yeah like original ps1 top original ps1 gta 2 mm-hmm. didn't come out until the ps2 no that was gta 3 no 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 yeah that's right no ps2 ps2 ps i don't know no, that's right yeah no 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 yeah you're right create ps1 was gta 1 and 2 ps uh, 2 was gta 3 3 that's right vice Four. city yeah and uh san andreas but that's right. Yeah. They, still, those games they did. It didn't seem like okay. Like GTA Three, Vice City, and 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 San Andreas came out. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Um. But it almost seemed like Vice City and GTA and, and San Andreas were kind of offshoots of GTA Three that they kind of just used the same engine and just yeah. put like a different skin over it. But those games still had a, had bugs in it. But they, Rockstar took their time on games. People would go like, oh my God, when's Grand Theft, when's Grand Theft Auto 6 going to come out? 
dude, I'd rather them take their sweet ass time and come out with a better game. And guess what? It's still going to have bugs in it, but uh, it's not nearly as bad. Um, you yeah. say this game has been in de- developed since 2012 and people are going to go like, oh God, it's been, it's been in development for eight years. Like how come they couldn't get it right? They want, it's a massive game. I've seen the gameplay footage of it. It's a yeah. huge game. It's a huge undertaking. And with the graphics yeah. that they wanted to, to do, um, I, I'm sure fans would have been more happy to have waited a little while longer. Exactly. If you can't wait, I'm sure you can get a refund on, on your, um, on your uh, your pre-order if you mm-hmm. if you had it um but yeah. nonetheless check in real quick we are at yeah, the we're, uh, at- we're on dagobah um we're about 45 minutes into this movie um it is yeah. the moment where the big one of the big reveals we had the big reveal in empire strikes back and that it's, it's uh um revealed that darth vader is Anakin Skywalker, the father of Luke Skywalker. But what we find out in Empire in Return of the Jedi the in this scene is um, we find out now that Luke is not the only one. There is Leia, um, and it's Leia Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And um, so we find out that's the other big reveal that he has a twin sister. Yep. And it becomes kind of the the subplot of, of the, the, the whole movie. Um, you know, going back real quick, kind of put a bow on cyberpunk. I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put a freaking, I'm gonna put a stake through it. You know, not, not a bow, just, just, just put a stake through it. Um, put a stake through it. It sucks that this game went from being arguably the the biggest release of 2020. This was gonna be save video games for 2020, and it ends up mm-hmm. putting video games back so many years um i will say this i have heard um some mixed reviews but for the most part glowing reports of miles morales um and uh, another home run by insomniac for uh uh, for that uh that system i don't have it yet i'm hoping maybe come friday uh maybe i have it who who knows i still think what no, no, not PS Five. I'm gonna. PS4. I definitely would give you the PS Four version. Oh God, I hope I don't get a PS Five. Um, <laughs> I'm the only person on the planet who actually just uttered those words. I hope I don't get a PS Five. I need um, know. I need to know some background on that right there later. But yeah, okay. Um, there's something that I've wanted for a long time. Oh. It was literally the only thing I asked for for Christmas. I know I'm not sounding like an eight year old right now. Um, okay. And well, I really want it in it. And well, okay, uh, well, I know. Well, let me know. Go, go ahead, go ahead. If anybody's seen my Instagram uh, feed at, at Voice of Reason Twenty Three, they know that I made a rather large purchase uh, about two months ago um, in the form of my smoker. Um, I've become oh. kind of a grill master, so to speak. As a matter of fact, I grilled some uh, some uh, did some smoked wings tonight. That was my dinner. Nice, nice. Uh, um but uh so i'm not expecting yeah. much but at the same time there is something i specifically want for christmas <laughs> I, I was i was gonna say dude if you get a ps5 and you don't want it sell it to me <laughs> oh trust Just me I plan, I plan on freaking uh you want it oh i'm gonna freaking scalp that shit no you i wouldn't i wouldn't get it. No, yeah. i no, was yeah, there was a friend of mine no. at work had a i got an iphone iphone 12 plus max iphone no. no iphone iphone 12 pro max that's what it is yeah for an, as an early Christmas present, 
and it was I'm, I'm pretending it was really like just not interested okay a thousand okay cool and oh oh no not just a thousand dollar phone this was with like 12 512 gigabytes of hard drive space on this phone this is like the second tier iphone 12 pro max and so the guy that gave it to her was like, well, if you don't want it, re-gift it. So I was like, me, me, ooh, I'll take it. Ooh, 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 over here, over here, I'll take it. Uh, but she ended up warming up to it. Um, I, I want it. I mean, that the camera Dude. on that phone is redonkulous. And uh, mm. actually, uh, I've really enjoyed the camera as a sidetrack. I've really enjoyed the camera on the iPhone 11. I've never mm. took a, if you go to at Voice of Reason 23 on Instagram, I took a really neat photo this evening on Monday of the quote Christmas star, uh, which right, of course yeah. is uh, Saturn and Jupiter lined up. Yeah. Yep. I saw so, it. But uh, which, by the way, cool. You'll sit to see it over the next, uh, I think, 24 hours. Um, yep. So, yes, we will. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other news and notes. Oh, I did. I thought I want uh, to know. Let, let me freaking stake oh, this. Go ahead. Just Put the stake in. Uh, just wait. Kill it. Just wait. Just fucking wait, guys. That's just it. Wait. wait. Just, just, just wait six months to a year for this game to be twenty dollars. To be twenty dollars, right? I bought this game thankfully on Amazon when they, when they, um, they had a pre-order bonus was saying that if you pay, you, I could pay forty nine ninety nine for the game rather than fifty nine ninety nine. So I, I bought the game ten dollars less. Wait till this game is like either twenty dollars or thirty dollars, right? Yeah. Preferably on Black Friday or anywhere near there on this time, where they're hopefully patch like 15 comes out buy it on your ps5 or xbox one series x whatever the hell it is right or whatever next gen game you want to want to put it up as and play it for the first time with fresh eyes there i'm telling you i'm hopefully you'll have a better experience than what i freaking had when i first booted the game and, and having these high lofty expectations of who decided who a cd project red supposed to be so yeah, this game is complete freaking utter crap right now to to play. There's a great story in it. There's there's some great dialogue. That this Night City in itself as a city feels like to me feels like the most breathed, most breathed in, lived in city I have played in the video game ever. I'm no 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 cap. No, I'm not lying, dude. Like it feels like an actual city. Like there's uneven there's uneven planes. It feels like L.A. Really, it really does. Where there's a there's like it's just so much density and so much like it's when 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 Kevin said it's huge he meant like I mean vertically it's huge vertically like it's there's so much stuff in the game like just from just from culture and all that stuff it's well, a big game yeah that's the it's thing a, with these games nowadays is they've gotten yeah. very open world they, they they have to exceed yeah. expectations yeah it's it's a big game in the sense of like it's vertically it's it's freaking amazing it's awesome but have that same Type of anticipation when you get the game next year, like around this fucking time. Hopefully, that game be a better version of the game that I'm playing now. I will like it's so many. There's just so many bugs. There's a bug right now where if I where uh, there was a there in the options menu where you try to take out film grain, you take out you know uh, these uh, these graphical alignments, right? Uh, and then I I put them to off. I can't get out of the freaking screen. <laughs> It's so bad I can't get out of the freaking options screen. Yeah. That's a bug that happened with the breach of patch and that irritated me. I posted it on freaking I posted it on Twitter. I'm like, it irritates the hell out of me. So so yeah, don't 
play the game right now is specifically if you're on consoles. You could probably get by if you have a PS5 or or, or a next-gen Xbox, whatever they're called, like Xbox Series X, right? You probably get by with that, but you're going to have crashes regardless. And, and that's it. Like The game just is, is terrible. It's freaking terrible on, on baseline consoles, and and you deserve better. There you go. And, you know, I'll, I'll put in my 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 little two cents here because we are as you're listening to this you could be listening to this on uh on christmas eve on christmas day the day after christmas and be going like oh my god why did they freaking tell me about this a week and a half ago or you know and parents could be listening to this going like oh my gosh why didn't jr tell me we, we didn't know we honestly didn't mm-hmm. know when it came out thursday it's one of those situations from what I've read, again, I don't have the game. This is, I am giving you a completely and utterly unbiased opinion on this is from what I understand from the game is that in certain aspects, especially on consoles, it's, it is basically unplayable. If you bought this game if you're listening to this now and it's prior to Christmas, I'm hoping that this episode gets up before at least the 23rd. I've got family obligations the next 24 to 48 hours, like we a lot of us do during Christmas. But um, if you're listening to this around the Christmas, around actual Christmas Day, uh, or, or wherever you may be, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, um, whatever it may be, um, I'm sorry, uh, it's. It's going to be a rough one. Expect to download a, a, a ton of patches. Um, I'm trying to find my game case right now, so I can't find it right now. So, right uh, now. yeah, guys. Um, oh, my goodness. We'll, well, we are getting to the fun part. We are getting to the forest moon of Endor. Okay, JR's found it. One more line. One more line. One more line. And just because of Star Wars, just because of Star Wars, I will quote what Obi-Wan said to Anakin. You were the freaking chosen one. You were the chosen one, Cyberpunk. I mean, this is a game that we've been talking about. We did it. Go back uh, and I will and I will put um somewhere most likely in here. I'm drinking um, now. It's making me want to drink now. So I'm I'm popping open a beer. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. You spill think? my beer. Uh, shout out to Broken Sword. By the way, you know what? F it. Bug the crap out of them at Stone Cold BSR on social media. Hit them up. Tell them you want uh, El Segundo Brewing Company to sponsor PS Comics. I love you um, for future episodes. Maybe we'll do a drunk show. Who knows? Who knows? Mm. Maybe we've been doing a drunk show for 30. By the way, happy 30th episode. Um, uh, goodness gracious, what else was I going to get into? Because you were supposed to be bounced in the freaking video game industry. I almost. Uh, the tough thing about Return of the Jedi yeah is what can we talk about with this movie that we haven't already talked about and we'll get into we'll get oh you know let's talk about getting, what's up listen uh, uh since we kind of already passed it dude how about the first 30 minutes of the movie though a that lot of that i just realized that by the time that the that the um when you get to okay like right now they are just yeah. now landing on the forest mood of endor they have started the the search party Han, Leia, and Luke are on Endor right now. They just landed there with the Imperial shuttle with Chewie and and, and the droids. Okay. Yeah. When they get to Dagobah, and yeah. and 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 Yoda dies. Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're 47 minutes into the movie. So right yeah. now they're at 57 minutes. So 40 minutes into the movie, 40 to 45 minutes into the movie is Dagobah. 
Yeah, and think about what's happened. You've had the going backwards from there, from Dagobah. You, before that, they're on Tatooine on the sand barge. The, yeah. You know, the attack on Jabba's uh, uh, sand barge. Uh, before that, it's yeah. the attack on Jabba's palace with mm-hmm. uh, the Rancor pit, or the not the Rancor pit. That's that's on, on, on the sand. No, that's yeah. the Storm, Storm no, Lakes, yeah, yeah, So Rancor yeah. is the actual Rancor big is... brick monster, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, the invasion of uh, you get to see Luke in full Jedi Knight. He is a true Jedi Knight. We see him with yeah, the, the black Good. glove. A little foreshadowing for a future episode. Just letting you know about the, the black glove. Just a little foreshadowing for those of you. Mm. Anyways, um, but a lot happens in 45 minutes of this movie. Dude, it, they, it, it, felt like, it felt like a fast pace. It felt pretty fast paced too. And, and really, you don't it, it is, but you you it's not one of those moments like, oh my god, they're rushing it. It's like holy Pain. F, like a lot has happened and it's good storytelling. And it's yeah, and it's, it's funny, it's like the first time you see Java, take yourself out of the mindset that you didn't see Jabba the Hutt in, in a new hope. Remember, they go back mm-hmm. to the theatrical versions of this of these movies. You don't know who Jabba the Hutt is, you've never seen the big snail slug monster pile of dog shit that is job of the hut oh oh, oh, oh. okay in 1983 when this movie came out the first five minutes of the movie is the first time we see job of the hut but when you see him for the first time yeah you know who he is again forget having seen the phantom menace forget having seen a new hope uh the, the the special edition where mm-hmm. it does introduce you to who the huts are. What the great ability of Lucas and the storytellers involved with Return of the Jedi. And let me take a real take, we'll take a quick look at Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Of course, the movie came out in May of ni- May 25th, 1983. So that magical yep. time every year. Um, by the way, I cannot look at the poster for Return of the Jedi and not see the Family Guy version. It's just uh, they Seth MacFarlane has officially ruined the original trilogy for me, but in a good way. <laughs> uh, director for this movie is Richard Marquand. Again, this yep. is not directed by George by Lucas. Lucas. George Lucas mm. only directed A New Hope and yep. the prequel trilogies. Uh, writers on this is Lawrence Kasdan did the screenplay, and Lucas also co-wrote. The screenplay stars Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher, and more, uh, including Billy D. Williams returning as Lando Calrissian, Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca, um, and uh, of course the uh, we have Ian McDermott, yep, uh, debut in physical form as the Emperor, uh, and uh, and whatnot. Of course, there's the the late great David Pose as Darth Vader, yep. and the and of course Sir Alec Guinness returns as Obi Wan Kenobi in uh, this. So, um, the this movie had oh my gosh, I going back and looking <laughs> at it from a historical standpoint, A New Hope yeah. mm-hmm. killed it. I mean, to this day, people said that. Um, inflation take it yeah. into consideration. A New Hope is the, the highest high. grossing film of all time. I mean, like yeah. 3.1 billion dollars or something. It's something stupid, it's like not even close. Yeah. It would destroy Titanic, it would destroy uh, 
Avengers Endgame. It would destroy Jurassic Park and Spider-Man and, and Dark Knight and, and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Panther would destroy Black Panther. Um, so A New Hope has this massive bar. Technolo- technologically advanced. Um, take has taken the art of the space opera and science fiction to main to main to mainstream. mainstream. It has made pop culture. Star Trek already existed. Star Trek had not reached this level. Yeah. Then you have Empire. Yeah. Empire is a critical masterpiece. Masterpiece mm-hmm. reinvigorates the 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 saga. Doesn't quite reach the the, the financial plateau, but but it does do very good. Return of the Jedi. Holy shit. You talk about expectations. You have A New Hope revolutionized the film industry. Empire Strikes Back, massive critical acclaim, maybe a perfect 10 when it comes to a film. And then you have Return of the Jedi. Where do you go from here? Like what? Holy balls. We have the greatest reveal in cinematic history. I am your father. No, Luke, I am your father. Um, all this stuff you have the lingering uh what was the line in, in empire um he was something where yoda says like like he was the he was supposed to be the one oh yeah no or, there's another um or no, that, that boy was our last hope no there is another no, there's another yeah. so it's like ooh, what's yeah. coming our way and then we get this so could this movie actually in the long run have higher expectations than the prequel and the sequel trilogies. I mean, think about it. Put yourself into context. Put you back in. You're working on this movie. It's 1983. So no special editions. You have to take your back, put yourself in the shoes of the producers of this movie in 1983. You have these two major films that came before mm. you. The sequel has outdone its predecessor. And now you're trying to do a, a threequel that hadn't really been done. Um, really, what, no. what Superman, James Star Bond, Trek, maybe James Bond trilogies, maybe James Bond, uh, really and truly. But even like James Bond, it, they weren't sequels. Like, they yeah, were just like new story iterations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like so it's really yeah. the only the only s- multiples of a series that we had seen to that point was uh, uh, was his name um, mm. Don Don Donner. What's his name? Oh, you talk about Superman. talking about Godfather? No, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you had Godfather two, but Godfather? really, Godfather yeah. three hadn't come out. Godfather three doesn't come out yeah, until like the 19th. late eighties. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you had the only true series of movies that had was oh, yeah, Star the, Trek and Superman was. Um, yeah, that's right. The oh. the the yeah the Superman with the uh, with Christopher Reeve. Yeah, that yeah. one. It's, Beaking you to me now. Oh, well, okay. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I, as in expectations, it's, it's hard to put a, it's hard to put a, 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 to pinpoint a vein in that content specifically because it was 1980s. You know, there wasn't necessarily too crazy in the scene, in the, in the seams of like how, how the vibe was for pop culture, right? Uh, well, what happened in 1980s at the time, early 1980s? Um, what happened around that time? Honestly, like in early nineteen eighty, like it wasn't. It was right after. It was like literally right after disco. It was during that time frame where we still had very much had like. I don't know. It was. It was, it was still after the effects of like, of, of Nam and all this stuff, and it's still 
leaking into the 80s. Like, it, it wasn't... The expectations probably was still there, but as heavy as freaking possibly 2, though, or, or how do you... Like, I, I think 2 had way more expectations than 3 did for me. Granted, even though 2 literally was on a cliffhanger to a certain yeah. extent, like, how the hell do you follow that up? Maybe, but then I feel like there was more expectation on two because of how big one was, or or in this context, how big how big um um, a new hope was. I th- yeah. I, I feel I feel that I feel that's more the case. And don't get me wrong, man. I love I loved uh, uh I love me some Return of the Jedi, man. It's just that like when you when you try taking concepts of like how if if uh, if 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 um, Empire had more had more uh. Hype, I, I, I feel like Empire did, man. And to, to me as a movie, yeah, I think Empire is a better movie than, than you hope. But it was, it, I, I feel like, I still feel like Return is a great bookend for this series. Like, it, it really is. It's like, we introduce, we introduce way more characters. We introduce more characters. Uh, yeah, we introduce more characters. We introduce a lot more memes, per se, in this one. It's a trap. Like, come on, it's the most famous meme. It's a trap. Like, it's it's a it's a it's a very famous meme. Uh, but there's a lot of just like, how was this gonna end, type of thing. How do you bookend it? How do you bookend this series? Maybe in that concept. Maybe in that type of a um, type of um, uh, type of context. Maybe right. But for me, dude, the hype was had to be had to be on 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 Empire because how do you follow return? Uh, how do you follow a new hope up? New like hope, really, yeah. how do you, how do you follow that up? And uh, yeah, I, I just feel like with three people are like, all right, cool. There's a lot of goodwill now. There's a lot of good karma. We're going to wait till three or we're going to wait till return comes out. That's how it feels like. And so for me, I, I, I feel like return. I feel like Empire has a bigger hype uh, to it. But don't do three was dude three is sick. Like the yeah, like the like to go back to back to your first point where the first 30 minutes was just back on tattooing and you have Luke now a very confident in his in his uh in his type of uh role in his type of like fervor now where he's very confident luke he's very he has he's a lot more he's a lot more uh force influenced yeah he he's able to he's able to do jedi mind tricks and stuff man that's freaking cool and him in the black glove in the in the nice dark suit in all this like he's he's confident about himself he goes into a room filled with nothing but enemies and and allies to to freak uh to um to what's the name i'm this beard really gets me <laughs> uh it uh to i, I literally forgot his name am i that hammered am i that Buzz probably right? what's the name uh, you know it's it's funny to, to no, 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 Rupert, what's what's the, what's the name dude who's which dude <laughs> no Luke? the trick sl- the slug dude oh job of the hut Jabba the Hutt, there you go. Why, why I think Boba Fett for some Boba, Boba was there, but Jabba, right? Yeah. Like for Luke to go to Jabba's place and say, "All right, cool. Where's, here, here's my dick. Where's my friends? Where's my people?" <laughs> oh <laughs> my that's, gosh, that's what. That's, yeah. that's, that's, sorry, I, I'm. I apologize. Good. No, I don't. It's all good. It's just it's like <laughs> that's basically it. The... That, that was the Luke we were waiting for. The confident Luke yeah. who's not. Who's not cocky in the sense of how, in, in the sense of how Han is cocky, but more so like confident about his power, confident about himself. Like his hero's journey is coming to an end. It's in his climax. Great. That's what we were talking. That's what we were talking about the first two episodes. Who are you as a hero? Who are you in the story as a character? And you go into the pit, into the pit of vipers, right? You go into the lion's den, 
with nothing on but a blaster, maybe. Yeah. And you're just chilling. You're saying, hey, where's my friends at? <laughs> where are my people met, at? We have, well, we've already met Wicked, but now mm. we have met a most the most part of the uh, the Ewoks. When you mm. mentioned that right there about Luke walking into Jabba's palace on Tatooine, yeah. and he comes in uh, all confident, you mm-hmm. see that come across as a whole, as I'm sitting here watching, especially on, on, the, on the indoor scenes, you see that in all the actors. There is something mature about all the actors. You see Mark yeah. Ham- Mark Hamill has become mm. a more confident actor. Mind you, yeah. Luke Skywalker was his first major role. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at him, and he has he is very confident in his in his role. His, his presentation on set, he is he is not only playing the role of Luke Skywalker, the Jedi Knight. Um, who is um, confident, cocky, and full of shit. Uh, but, um, no, I'm just kidding. Right. Um, but you see Leia. She is more, um, she too has matured. Now I know that uh, <laughs> Carrie Fisher um, mm-hmm. outside of the movie had began to dabble in, in uh, um, uh, extracurricular activities. Uh, drinking mm-hmm. and drugs and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they kind of had to hide um hide it but she matured a lot obviously she she's more womanly in that <laughs> golden bikini uh okay, yeah. but nonetheless when they get her into the um you know she, you see her she's such a baby face almost child princess in a new hope and now yeah. she has she is still very soft and smooth, but she mm-hmm. has become um, that um, confident woman who takes charge. Um, she's not just this, this, the snappy, bitchy princess mm-hmm. in A New Hope. She's mm-hmm. not that um, kind of quippy, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, um say narcissist because that's that's han um but uh she's again kind of bitchy not so much in uh as what's that guarded she was way more guard like in the sense of like and not guarded in the sense of like um yeah no guarded because she is matured as a character in empire but she is still guarded she's she is kind of reserving herself oh Mm. she does not want to fall for this scoundrel Han Solo, um, mm-hmm. and, and and what and whatnot, um, but you know, in in in, in return, she has fallen. She loves Han Solo. She has fallen in love for the scoundrel, and you yeah, see yeah. them kind of close to one another, and it's it's like that couple that has been together for they've they've got they're dating that are beyond that that kind of honeymoon stage and they're just kind of like they're next to each other. And it's like, Oh, it's Han and Luke or it's, I'm not Han and Luke. It's, it's Han and Leia, you know, they're, they're that boyfriend, girlfriend kind of couple. Yeah. And then you see Han Solo. He is that extremely confident leader. He is, mm-hmm. um, you just turn and look at him and go like, well, yeah, this is what we're going to do. Um, and it's a, a testament to Harrison Ford's character and stuff like that. So it's, it's mm-hmm. really kind of interesting. There was a scene in this, it's right after they find Leia's speeder mm-hmm. uh, crash and they see Han 
and 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 Luke kind of uh, looking at the scene before them and just how they presented this also. And it was a testament to I know this is a simple thing, but it's a testament to where Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford had come. And at this point, you know, Harrison was a uh, uh, seasoned actor. I think they had already done. They may have already filmed Return of the Jedi. I'm not Return of the Jedi. They may have already uh, filmed Raiders, uh, Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, so did. he's now done, um, assuming they have done Raiders, he has now done five films with George Lucas. He started yeah. off by doing um, the Hot Rod movie, and I can't think of what it's called. Uh, American Graffiti? American Graffiti. So he does American Graffiti. He does A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, for the Jedi, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. So he's done five big movies, all five of them with George Lucas. Um, but... Uh, yeah, and then of course now we're seeing the famous floating chair scene where everyone thinks huh. that C-3PO is a witch, but it's really yeah. Luke using his force powers. I mean, he has really gotten to honing in his his force powers, which is good. Like this, uh, this is how it should play out. Where you know you had a literal newbie just get wrecked by Darth Vader, who is you know a master of the force in in returns, and now you have a man, now you have a a, a young adult aspiring to be better than what he was, and so. I, I don't know what the, the one thing I wish they would make clear is the timeline. Like how did, did Luke go immediately back to uh, did, did Luke go immediately back to, um, uh, to, to Dagobah after, after, um, after return, after revenge of the revenge, uh, Empire, Strikes, Empire back. Strikes Back. Yeah. Like after his injuries and all that stuff. Right. He goes straight there because like, there's a, there's a, there's an obvious time skip right in that, in that, in that yeah, role. Yeah. I mean, uh, like uh, there's been some theories as to you, you think they did because out because lando as well said he's that he's gonna go search for han and yeah. you know this the search for han and how lando is taking you know is trying to take you know uh i don't know how long he is taking that time but but like you you would think at least a couple months have passed by from this time frame especially when uh especially when knowing now with the with um with uh with the beginning of that yeah they're making another freaking death star Right? How long did that freaking take? Yeah. <clears throat> and so you, you would think that there is some off you know, off screen type of some type of training going on, and then we have on screen training where, or still off screen where we have after after um, after um, Han is saved, saying, "Hey, I gotta go back to to Master Yoda, and I'm gonna go finish my training because I promised him." This so, is cool. according to an article from December of 2016 from the Hollywood Reporter. Says the Empire Strikes Back takes place three years. Uh, after the events of A New Hope, giving the Rebels yep. just enough time to move to Hoth before the Empire discovers them. And then mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi takes place just a year after that, which means either means that uh, either means that Luke is a very quick study or else it, it really doesn't take much to become a Jedi. That's according to The Hollywood Reporter. But I, mean, I think... He's the one. That, um, he's the one. I think that, that you have to take into consideration... Um, that Luke not only is gifted as a person to mm-hmm. uh, to want to become a Jedi, but he is um, uh, he comes from a, a heritage. You know, yeah. his his father is a was a Jedi master turned. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, was he Jedi? no, he didn't know he, he was, was Jedi, Jedi Knight. Jedi he never Knight. gained the, ma- le- the, the the level of master. Yeah. Um obviously he's a Sith Lord, but uh, yeah. but nonetheless. Um 
no, so he's a Jedi. Anakin was a Jedi Knight. Is you know, mm-hmm. and 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 Luke, like my father before me, uh, becomes a Jedi Knight. Mm-hmm. And it does. Did they do call him Jedi Master? He is a Jedi Master. So yeah, you got to take into consideration the two, uh, the two Jedi Masters that Luke trains under for a year is the two greatest Jedi's in canon, Obi Wan and and yoda and yoda so mm-hmm. if luke is spending every waking moment he can um between the events of empire strikes back and return of the jedi studying with master yoda um why wouldn't he be able to yeah exactly i mean think about it. i mean you're 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 a, a physical trainer i mean not, not an actual like certified trainer but i mean you work on yeah. your on, on your body you are uh you, you I probably exercise stuff like that. yeah if you went full board and this was yeah you're also trying to be you're also um working with the, re- the rebel army and stuff like that but for the most part if you're going full board and you're training let's just say every single day for like six hours um on your craft mm-hmm. you could become a physical specimen Mm, what six eight ten months yeah inside of a year right yeah yeah it's specifically like what here's the thing that people tend to forget luke is a prodigy oh yeah prodigy for for it's that it's kind of it's kind of like kind of like a glass over because of like you know he's this you know he's this freaking hobunking kid from you know but fuck nowhere in the desert and that's what people are supposed to view him as when really he is the literal he's a literal kid to the Darth fucking Lord himself. Like he he's he's Darth Vader's son. He he comes from a heritage of 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 you know of of um of force influence people, and he was a, he is the chosen one <laughs> that was said in prophecy, yeah, he's definitely gonna be the one. Like another, it's sorry, another big reveal. Which one? Where Leia says, um, you have a power oh, yeah. that I'll never be able to understand. And Leia, uh, Lo- Luke says, he goes, um, he goes, basically, this is where he is saying, um, no, I, I, my family has this, my father has it, I have it, and my sister, and reveals to Leia that not only does she have in herself the force. Um, or has the ability to to harness the force and, and become a Jedi and and, 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 and garner these great powers um, mm-hmm. that, that they are brother and sister. Yeah. Um, and of course, also reveals to Leia, one of the, the main antag- uh, protagonists in this movie, for the first time, Luke unveils to not just his sister, but to one of the main protagonists that the big bad, the bad of yeah. bads, Darth Vader is my father, and mm-hmm. basically says, "I am That's emotionally close to the bad guy, to the target of targets that we're going after." So, sorry, I just, yeah. just the scene popped up. No, no, no it's good. It, it's a it's a good thing to have. It's a good um, screen flux because um, good uh, input in it. It's, it. Yeah, it's just like Luke is Lucas uh, was especially for the time. It, he was heralded as the guy. Like it, it's but the thing about that is it's taken up to about three, three movies for him to be the guy, right? To be yeah. the head. Like before, we think when we watched when we watched um the first one, right? Okay, it might be Luke, but really it's Han. 
oh, actually, maybe it might be Leia, right? It's yeah. a, oh, it's a trio. It's a trio. So it's a good. It's it's been on you know an ensemble cast. Cool. And two, okay, it's looking more a little bit like Luke. Luke's film. Oh, actually, but no, Hans has a strong showing in. Oh wait, no, Leia has a strong showing in. Oh wait, those two are really good. Might be their movie. Or maybe it's just ensemble again, right? In the third movie, it's Luke's film. Yeah, it's Luke's film. It's Luke's film. Like it's Luke's film because it's the it's the eclipse. It's the it is the climax of his hero's journey, where he's saying, "Hey, I'm the Jedi, <laughs> right? The Jedi is what we uh is what we've come to this like this whole freaking film was made for him. He's the Jedi, right? The Jedi, Jedi um return of the Jedi, return of him. He's is back to prominence now." So yeah, this film was for him. He is the main guy now in this movie, as it, as it should be, because he was he was the he was the nobody from nowhere, right? On desert on you know on a, in a desert planet, and now he became the literal hope for the for the galaxy. And so yeah, he was gonna take a year with Yoda, who was the who's who is arguably the best Jedi of all time at that point. And then before that, he was trained by the second best Jedi of all time in Obi in Obi Wan. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna and that, and also instill that with like like that he's just a prodigy in general. Like, yeah, he's gonna pick up things pretty freaking fast. But even at that point, he was still a Jedi Knight. He wasn't a full on Jedi Master. He didn't have he didn't have all the all the skills and all the powers that I would say Vader has still, or even that Obi Wan had. Or that Yoda had, right? He yeah. wasn't force pushing people all the way all day. He wasn't force chucking people all day. No, he was. He was using Jedi. He was using his mind tricks, and he was using his 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 uh his skills with his with his with his blade. Like that's it. He was still very much a knight to that point. And, and I'm glad. I shouldn't say that. I'm just happy. How do I how do I word this correctly so we don't spoil what's happening? I'm just happy that the extended universe expanded on what happened after these movies. I will say that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's like, it's just more so like if, if people really want to know what, what old man Luke or, or Luke, who's a Jedi master could do read or watch the extended universe stuff. Like the, the dude can can force push and pull a freaking planet. He could he could he could he could use he could, he could use lightning like he used dark like lightning is a is a dark aspect of the force. He was able to use it and extend it from like a galaxy away. His force speed is incredibly fast. He the the dude was no one to it wasn't someone to mess with right. Like people feared the name. Uh, uh, master uh, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. If you were, if you were on the Sith side, people, f- you know, people feared that freaking name because of how much of how, how much of a badass he was. And that's what I hope. When I, that's what I hope that you know, eventually, when all this Star Wars buzz is continue going around, that hopefully will peer into that aspect of, of the extended universe. We'll see more of that, Luke. Hopefully. We're definitely going to see. Um... <laughs> Oh, a lot of the extended universe over the next few years. Um, oh, dude. I, now, I, real quick, obviously, um, as we're getting down to the, the scene right now, is, is our Luke has turned himself into the Empire uh, and is yeah. being interrogated by mm-hmm. by Darth Vader. And he will now take him to the Emperor himself. So the first time that Luke will get to meet the uh, Emperor Palpatine, mm-hmm. um, a lot has happened 
since the last time we spoke. And of course, if you want to go back and watch our uh, Disney Investor Day show, um, I'll also put a link maybe somewhere in here um, for that uh, for that episode. But um, or just go to our previous episode. Two things that we did, didn't well, yeah, a couple of things we didn't get to talk about. First off, um, we mentioned, um, and I think we are going to do this probably sometime in January, February. Yeah, uh, so. we are going to do a collector episode, like kind of a part two collector episode, where we are going to go through a lot of the current content that's out oh. right now on right. the streaming right. platforms and the movies and stuff like that, and talk about first appearances, key issues books do you want to collect based on what's out right now because a lot of what's out content wise is pushing comic book sales um and 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 vice versa actually comic book sales are driving up uh streaming content i mean you look at stuff like um was it god country and uh, is doing massive but that was based on the comic book sales um you know eventually we're going to get to see a saga show i believe uh, and whatnot so um, Dude, uh, well, quick, uh, real quick too. Like, just to just to come off of that, like, um, already right now, since Christian, since Christian Bale was announced to be Gore the God Killer, right? In uh, uh, his first oh. Gore, the due to the first appearance of Gore was back in um, I think uh, Thor, the God of Lightning issue two. Yeah, that was right after Mar- the Marvel Now first Marvel yeah, Now it, push. It was originally like a twenty dollar book, right? Raw, right? First appearance, right? Yeah, and that was a hundred fifty dollar book, raw. Yeah, seal or a key collector, I think, had it like pushing like even right after the initial announcement, it was like 50, 60 bucks. And now it's over a hundred dollar book. Um, and it's and it's not, it's, it's still, I mean, obviously, it's still a modern book. It's a Jason Aaron yeah. written story. Um, I know that the, the, because we're not getting as much information about where Jane Foster is going to fit into this already massive cast for Thor mm-hmm. Love of Thunder, um, the, Crazy. the, the, the Thor, uh, the first appearances um, for um, the first appearance of Jane Foster as Lady Thor, um, those books kind of fluctuate between 50, 60, uh, like between 50 and $70 and $100. They kind of have gone yeah. kind of all over the place. So we'll get to that in in, in probably like a January, February. Um, yeah, we will. real quick though, one thing we did not mention that uh, in our going back and listening to the podcast was in uh, Doctor Strange 2 The Multiverse of Madness, which of course is officially going to be directed by Sam Raimi and uh, starring Benedict Cumberbatch and um, uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen as as yep. one as Wanda Maximoff. Mm-hmm. But making her uh, cinematic debut will be America Chavez, will be oh, yeah, uh, yeah. debuting. America Chavez will appear. In character right. uh in uh on the big screen no no disney plus show on the big screen in um I heard, I, I heard she was, but i heard that she was getting disney plus right afterwards though yeah but i'm just saying is that you look at like uh kamala khan who's making her debut in a disney on. plus show and then eventually going to appear in marvel captain marvel 2 mm-hmm. uh you look at uh jennifer walters going to make her appearance in she hulk the the show yeah. and, mm-hmm. and then eventually appear in the in the movies riri williams going to appear in a disney plus show and eventually will um uh go into the greater marvel cinematic universe Mm -hmm. um i again not going to get into too much detail as to how this comes about but um this information and we just posted it to the article to our facebook page 
this mm-hmm. morning. So uh, in three, two, one, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert for The Mandalorian. Um, we are getting a spinoff series. It is official. Disney and Lucasfilm have made this known that the book of Boba Fett is not Mandalorian season three. It is officially a spinoff show. So people were thinking that the book of Boba Fett was going to be Mandalorian season three based on, and I'll say this as vague as possible based on how season two ends. It was kind of open-ended. Do we get a season three? What Mandalorian is it going to be? Is it going to be um, Din, uh, uh, Jar, uh, Din Jardin? Uh, basically, yeah. is it going to be uh, Pedro Pascal coming back as the man, as Mando, or is it going to be another Mandalorian in the season? Because they've said that that this show can go on and on and on, and it does not have to be Pedro Pascal's Mandalorian character that is at the lead. It could be any of the Mandalorian, um, as we now have really opened up the 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 uh, the lore of Mandalore. Um, and of course we will talk more about that in the, yeah, the uh, in rebels and, um, and clone wars. That's, and then when eventually yeah. in, in Mandalorian, uh, but uh, again, we're now getting face to face. We have Emperor Palpatine and Luke Skywalker meeting for the first time. Um, so yeah, good news is like I said, the book of Boba Fett will be a spinoff. It's coming out Christmas of 2021. So we have 12 months away before we get yet another, star wars tv show because just prior to christmas of 2021 we are going to get mandalorian season three which should be going into production here very shortly and then of course we'll get rangers of the new republic um we will also get the bad batch which is going to be a new animated series we get to talk too much about and uh whatnot so um was ahsoka Ahsoka coming in 21 or in 22 i think 22 so ahsoka Mm. i know someone i think i read somewhere online that they have began production but Disney Plus is so packed for 2021. I really doubt that they're going to get mm. it out because you have to, you have to imagine, uh, you know, we have uh, Mandalorian season two is over now. We have WandaVision launches in three weeks. Yeah, that's um, right. It's going to go for about eight, eight episodes, so similar to Mandalorian. Mm. Then in March, pretty much at the tail end of WandaVision, we will get Falcon and the Winter Soldier one would have to assume we will then get loki sometime in late april or may which would then take us if that's again based on the formula that they're eight episode series we would then get the what if which is going to be approximately what they've told us is going to be 20 episodes how long are they we don't know they could be full-length feature animated films which would be holy shit um they could be 45 minutes like a like a like a tv show we don't know but we do know that there's going to be somewhere around 20 episodes of what if in the summer and then i mean they're filming miss marvel they're filming she hulk they're filming they're filming all um, they're filming so many freaking which which is great which is good it's a good it's a good uh uh, problem to have on marvel's on on disney plus side or just on disney side in general because like uh, for me yeah i would definitely love for them to take their time with ahsoka i mean i've waited i've waited for this freaking character for at least 10 15 years now oh yeah yeah like for that amount of time i'm okay with waiting for her i'm I'm okay with waiting for ahsoka another year or so when they do it correctly right like case in point harking back to my 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 first 
freaking point to CDPR, the CDPR, uh, CD Projekt Red. It will be yeah, disservice if they release if they release Ahsoka, right, without fully fleshing out everything, right, and just just let that free, let John, let whoever is running showing that show do their magic and taking their time. I want I want <clears throat> to her. I definitely want her to be a a prominent figure in the Star Wars universe in. In, in whether it be the small screen, the streaming screen, or the freaking big screen. I'm hoping she gets to the big screen. I'm hoping they, they hearken her back somehow. She's going to be a little bit older, and that's okay. I'm fine with that. You know, uh, I, I just want Ahsoka to be done, to be done correctly, done yeah. right. You know, I want her to have, have justice, really. So, the rumors going around is not only are they going to address where Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano has been for all this time address the hiding because you guys understand that Ahsoka has not, has not been seen one really and truly she went into hiding after order 66 was issued. That's in the revenge of the Sith. Yeah. She would have, she would have been like 10, I think 10 to 12 years old. She was still very much a, 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 a Padawan when she was still, well, not really. I forgot exactly. I forgot exactly her, her full, knighthood afterwards but during rebels she was very much older she was she should have been a little bit older than luke was but rebels still takes place in the time between revenge of the sith and a new hope correct yep i mean dude it's like like luke luke was basically a baby and then he became i think like he was supposed to be like he was supposed to be like what 16 17 years old but then he's he's like 21 there yeah so so it's it's the same concept you know luke uh Ahsoka is originally supposed to be young. During, she's supposed to only be a. She's supposed to be, possibly about ten years older than Luke, right? At the yeah. end of at at the beginning of a of a new hope. Yeah. So we haven't seen Ahsoka, essentially since prior to the to, the Galactic Civil War. The 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 Battle of, a New Hope. She's gone into hiding. And we don't see her now based on the information that we just read tonight that um, I think they said it's, oh, goodness gracious, between Revenge of the Sith and the opening of A New Hope, I believe is 15 or 20 years. I want to say it's about, let's call it 15 years. Yeah. Let's assume that Luke in, 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 uh, in a new hope is a teenager between yeah. 15 and 18 years old so let's just say let's just throw let's just throw it at the wall let's call it 20 years between revenge of the sith and a new hope is 20 years so be from revenge of the sith to the events of the mandalorian is approximately almost 25 or 30 years because like we just said, between the three years between A New Hope and Empire, approximately a year between Empire and, and Return. And then we do know that it's within a year or two, um, um, I, I would say, um, sorry, um, I, I would say with like what what would you say about a year to two years between the end of Empire or the end of Return of the Jedi, the fall of the Empire, and the beginning of of season one of uh, of Mandalorian. 
Probably about a year, year and a half. Or, or honestly, or I'd honestly, say yeah, about a year, year and a half, because it's still very the empire is still very, very fresh. Yeah, I I think honestly, if if I'm if we harken back to Gina Carano's character, I think it was in episode three, three or four when we first see Gina Carano's character. Yeah. I think she 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 was a rebel fighter, and I think it was like six months after the after they won. So, so yeah, so I, it's 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 okay. Let's somewhere call, in let's that just, range. Yeah, so inside of a year, so it's it's yeah. And then between between Mandalorian season one and Mandalorian season two is not very much. I mean, episode yeah. one of Mandalorian season two almost takes place right after the events of season season one, yeah. where we see um, uh, Moff Gideon crash land as Tie Fighter mm. bust out with the with the night uh, the uh, the the uh, <laughs> the dark saber. Yeah. Yeah. um and uh, we will definitely get into that uh at, mm. at another time but um just to think that ahsoka has been mia could at some point could have been mia almost yeah. to the level of ben kenobi um been just kind of hanging out for 25 30 years i mean that's impressive for, for her yeah. part I mean, they uh, they do make note of it in rebels right they do make note of it in in they they try to um a lot of the meat and potatoes for Ahsoka's character, uh, post Clone Wars animation, and, and post uh, and post um, Revenge of the Je- Revenge of the Sith, happened during like the the Rebels and the and the uh, the um, the CGI. Well, I guess the other animated series, right? The other animated CGI animated yeah. series uh, that happened in the last couple of years now, if I remember correctly. And so they try to flesh out her stuff. Like they she she, she did uh, she's grown. You see her growing up. Yeah. in the rebels or or in um in other films or in other uh tv shows and i forget like where it was exactly but she, i think she fought off against um i don't know if it was um i don't know if she fought off against darth maul particularly or she fought against i think she did fight against if i remember correctly, she fought up against she fought against darth maul yeah damn <laughs> but she fought she fought against darth maul and this is after he got his legs cut off so oh yeah so there you go. Like, and, and so we have, we have, we have a, we have a, uh, a, a universe that was, or we have a series that wasn't technically, you know, seen as canon the last couple of years. Hopefully now is because you, we had, I remember correctly, she had, she had some conversations with freaking Ben Kenobi. In this time, she had conversations with Ben Kenobi. She had conversations with, with, with all these other people, and she was growing up. And we, I'm hoping to see that same iteration of Ahsoka, Ahsoka played well, played by Rosario. Like I hope we see that continuing, continuing we, iteration. We are. She afterwards. signed on. She is. She is signed on to do um, the Ahsoka, God. the Ahsoka show. Um, God, on I Disney love that Plus. Um, God, I love freaking. I love that woman. Rosario Dawson is. is I love a, Rosario is, Dawson. Oh, I love her so freaking much, dude. Um, it should be noted that um, Rosario is. I mean, just. I don't think she's, she's done awesome. anything. Has she officially been a Disney? She hasn't been a Disney princess. Uh, I mean, honestly, she freaking should be. She's <laughs> technically the night nurse. She's definitely the night nurse. So she's 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 Netflix. only gotten two out of the three. Uh, mm-hmm. The only one who has hit the trifecta, where she has been a Disney princess, been a, a an official Marvel superhero, and mm-hmm. a Star Wars character, is Ming Na Wen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ming Na Wen, of course, the original Mulan. She yep. plays Agent Melinda May 
in Agents yep. of S.H.I.E.L.D., which a lot of people are hoping will be canonized, canonized? that she will officially she become be. a part of it, which I, I really think they're going to. Yeah, they should. And be. then, of course, and I think just based, I think that S.H.I.E.L.D. will get canonized completely based on two characters uh, 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 Clark Gregg's Agent Coulson and, and, yeah. and Ming Na's uh, uh, um, Agent May. Now, it should be noted too, uh, kind of come full circle, um, that it is being spoken about that the the dlcs for the avengers video game yeah uh, especially what they just released this past week they released uh, the kate bishop patch um the kate bishop mm. dlc um yeah. supposedly and i haven't played it yet i haven't got it yet i haven't played avengers in a while and i might have to bust it out this weekend is supposedly within the kate bishop story we see an original character from the agents of shield uh um uh, family of characters, um, Gemma Fitzsimmons, uh, Gemma Simmons, um, part of the Fitzsimmons uh, duo, Gemma Simmons, who is a, a, um, a scientist for S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, will make her video game debut in Avengers. So um, I think she was supposed to be a part of the Kate Bishop uh, DLC, and I'll have to wait and see um, if it that, that does come to fruition. Um, and then supposedly... There's been some new links between Miles Morales and the Avengers. I know that they tried to do disconnect the Spider-Man and Avengers universe, but now I guess there is some more kind of whatever yeah. combing. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, figured the lull in the action, yeah. the, the battle of Endor is going on right now. Uh, hmm. Ewoks are being blown to smithereens, but then the uh, the uh, uh, badass little Ewoks are also creating havoc for the Empire, but. Thought we'd go a little pool list. Haven't done this in a while. Uh, <laughs> thanks, of course, uh, for my pool list this past week. I want to say thank you to, of course, Comic Asylum, Palm Desert. Also, I want to throw a shout out to Desert Oasis Comics. Got a couple of back issues from Sid this past week. And my good buddy, Empty Tomb Comics, once again, coming up clutch before mm. Christmas, getting my package to me uh, on the ASAP. Um, so take a look at this. Um, this goes to show you these next two artists that I'm going to show you, it's a trap. Oh, uh, sorry. It's a trap. Oh, um, these used to be tough, 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 tough to hold, to get a hold of unless you were there when the store opens. Now they just, they're still sitting there at five o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. Uh, we've got a uh, art germ cover. Oh, yeah, Not yeah, one yeah, of his yeah. better covers, but still art germ does great work. Yeah. Um, fantastic cover. Um, yeah. He's got some Ooh. really cool stuff coming up the pipeline, though. He's got some yes. damn good stuff coming up. He does. I gotta clean up my desk here a little bit. I uh, I kicked my daughter out of the uh, out of the office, um, so I got kind of laid claim to the uh, to the, the desk throne. Um, I have officially been bitten uh -huh. by the peach momoko uh, oh. bug. Oh, okay. Um, I picked this up. It is a one in ten variant, sketch oh, variant for Doctor Who yet. issue number two. Absolutely gorgeous cover. Yeah, I may or may not have gotten a second one for the missus, who is a Whovian. Um, great story. I haven't read any of the Hit Girls, but I did read the the the, the um the Kick Ass stories, and I just realized who did this cover art this is kick-ass versus hit girl okay. number two 
And if you look closely, there is only one person who signs their initials JR, JR. And that would be the legendary John Romita Jr. Oh, shit. Okay. That is, that is some, that is, that's fine art right there. It is. John I, Romita Jr. is. Really? That's John Romita? I'm, I'm colors, almost positive. I'll have to do some research, but there is only one person I know this. That? What's that? Yeah. Who did the colors to that? Because the colors look freaking crazy. It is. The, the, I will tell you one thing. I've absolutely loved Image's work on the rebrand. Because, you know, obviously they, 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 um, they kind of uh, brought it back um, because of the movies. Um, and we've seen... You know, I'm, I don't, this is not sinking, right? So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to break the cardinal sin. Break it open? I'm going to crack this open. Oh, man. Well, it's a cover A. It's not like it's some like yeah, high variant or something like yeah. that. That's oh. too crazy. Yeah, right there, dude. Cover artist John Romita Jr. with Peter uh, Steigerwald. Um, it does not yeah. say who the cover colorist is, but I gotta imagine that's the two. Um, the colorist is unless unless it is. Freaking I had again. no idea. Here we go. What? This what? I did not know. What? That Hit Girl and Kick Ass were created not just by Mark Miller. But were created by John Romita Jr. Yeah. I had no idea he was a creator on this. Um, the writer on this book is Steve Miles. Marcelo Fruzin is the artist. Sonny Guo is the colorist. John Workman, the hey, letterer. Um, but yeah, little JR, JR action. Um, That's uh, a phenomenal cover. Yeah, it looks, um, it looks freaking awesome. I will say Marvel... Uh, at least on the Iron Man front, has kind of gone old school with their covers. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Jr. This is an Adam. So? Is this an Adam Hughes cover? Is this Adam Hughes doing the covers of Iron Man? No, that's Alex Ross. Oh, I, I apologize. That's who I meant to say. That's who I meant to yeah. say. That's Alex it's Ross, Alex yeah. Ross. I apologize. Adam Hughes yeah. is your guy um, that does the, uh, the 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 Power Girl covers, but uh, you, you better apologize, damn it. <laughs> I no no I, I meant I, no. I I knew who I meant. It's Alex Ross. Yeah. That's who I meant. Yeah, it's Alex Ross. Uh, he, he's been doing Iron Man. He's been doing Iron Man for the last like, like yeah, this whole he's run been for a while. He's doing all right. Like ever since he got off, uh, he got off Captain America. Oh, you well, he's mean still this cover? America. Boom, Alex yeah. Ross cover right there. Yeah. Tanahashi yeah. coaches. Yeah. Um, he's been getting a lot of those. I, I'm gonna tell you right now, um, mm. Comic Con International, and the Eisner Awards. Yeah, By the yeah. way, we are now at the battle, the final battle between Obi between Anakin Skywalker Luke and, and, Luke's, and, and Darth yeah, Vader. And Luke. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Luke and Luke and Anakin. Luke and Anakin. Yeah. We saw we saw Luke and Darth in the last movie. Now it's father Which versus it son. It's it's yep. Luke and Anakin. Yep. Um Eisner Awards. Um CCI. Hmm. I'm telling you right now that whether we have a, a Comic Con or not in 2021, which I think we're going to have one. We should, yeah. I think we're. I think we're going to. It's not going to be as big as years past. It's going to. I bet you it's going to take five years to get back yeah. to where it was. Which is cool. Which is cool. Um, Tanahashi Coates needs to be uh, nominated for an Eisner for his Captain America run. Yeah, 
Yeah. His Black Panther run is legendary, Hall of yeah. Fame worthy. Um, it put him on the map uh, as a it writer in comic yeah. books. Yeah. His run on Captain America is outstanding. Yeah. Um, yeah. Phenomenal. Uh, he's, Black... he's he's freaking amazing. Dude. He's yeah. so like, good. Yeah, he's really like his just his books outside of comics are freaking great. Oh, dude, did you? I gotta say, did you get the the nullified variant of that or no? No, um, I, I missed out on that too. I, if I, I got I gotta double check this one. I, I know I know Jason Campbell's um, autograph, J. Scott Campbell. Jason, um, you know his friends get to call him Jason. <laughs> uh-huh. I gotta right. double check this. Is this? No, this... why are you showing that, guys? I will show off my one. I have my phone this week, but I will show you my one and only. Can you see it? Ah, uh, damn it! There you go. Okay, this is. This I got. Is... There you go. Right there. That's mine for the day. It's the uh, Spider Woman. Oh, is that a the Virgin variant? The Virgin Art Germ. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, this is yeah. not who I thought it was. This is not. Oh um, no! It's, that was that's not Campbell. It's not Campbell. It's not Campbell. It looks like his autograph, though. It looks like his signature. Um, let, me see. Uh, let me pull it up, actually. I'm, just, I'm trying to see. It's it's not as no big. God, but, no. 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 His, uh, Jason, uh, Campbell's calligraphy is like one of the best in the business. Oh, yeah. Uh, cover artist goes to Pepe Larraza and Marty Garcia. It's still a cool cover. It does Yeah. It does have a a, a little bit of a a kiss of Campbell to it yeah. um, only because Campbell has been doing the black cat run for, for a minute a now year now. Yeah. Like um, I think his la- he, new, he stopped, yeah, he stopped like, he stopped like what, maybe two, three issues ago. I yeah. Think. Well, this is the new run. This is the new issue. This is legacy. Wow. Uh, number 13 uh, in this black cat run. Um, mm. Had to go down memory lane. Cannot believe I got this cover. This is probably one of the best, <laughs> covers in the uh wonder woman run this is going back to uh to last year almost this is wonder woman number 759 uh this is a jim lee cover found this bad boy at sid's uh desert oasis cover good uh, good, good book um good cover. and then i picked up 768 i'm going after all of the uh, wonder womans from the current uh rebirth run yeah. Uh, there has been some amazing, amazing artists that have had that have uh, drawn the the Amazonian princess mm-hmm. that is uh, pr- uh, Diana Prince. Um, I, yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, Middleton's done a great job at it. Great Jim Lee cover there. Um, that mm-hmm. cover, I don't know who it was. I don't. That's, I don't that's not a Middleton. Uh, no, that one is self not Milton. Shouldn't be. No, it's not. That's not his run. No. His run's current. No. Uh, and then of yeah. course I got this from. Uh, that again, might be for zone. That, that actually might be for zones. I think it cover. is. It is it's for zones cover. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, they he did a, a run of uh, quite a few uh, yeah. cover Bs for Wonder Woman. Um, Web of Spider Man. Where is the Spider Man? Um, this is the Missing in Action series. This is uh, Web of Spider-Man number 18 from mm-hmm. 1986, September of 1986. Uh-huh. If I'm not mistaken, this yeah. is first appearance of not Flash Thompson. Um, who's Venom? Oh, for, uh, Eddie Brock? 
Eddie Brock. First appearance of Eddie Brock. Um, and then, of course, I love this cover. Um, this is uh, Web of Spider-Man Part 4 Resur of Resurrection. This is issue number 32 from 1987. Um, awesome cover. This is a cover B. This is because it's the um, it's the direct edition, not the new standard yeah. edition. Yeah. And then I promised you uh, something a couple of weeks ago. This is, of course, Spawn number 311. Um, ah, that cool. cover, my second version of this cover, mm -hmm. but my good friend, Empty Tombs Comics, hooking a brother up with the black and white. Black and white's going too. So, um, again, job well done. Yep. I'm a Jedi, like my father before <laughs> me. Great, there it is. One of the great lines of the entire saga. Really, that whole line sums up six yeah. movies. In my it's opinion. a good yeah it does let's um hmm it's the whole exchange between uh between luke and uh, and anakin specifically when they're talking about basically conquering the universe and conquering everything and how it just and how, and how luke was just kind of poking and prodding his mind like how why he became to be what way he is it was it, it was a good scene to me yeah it was a great scene to me. Like it was very pointed because, like, it's very much to me. It felt very much like the like, what the hell were you doing, <laughs> type of thing. And how do you become this way? I think very quickly. And how how did you? What what was your first? What was your first response to to when to when Darth became Anakin again? It is tough and you're seeing this right now because part of me goes like oh this is cool like when i was a little kid I was like oh this is cool like darth vader's gonna be a good guy and it's just like looking back at it now it's very surreal very mm. odd to see really and truly the physical embodiment of evil in not just science fiction yeah not just cinema but pop culture in the form of darth vader um, yeah. that here is this guy, this black visage, um, of death incarnate, death incarnate in the form of, of Darth Vader. We know him, you know, from Anakin killing younglings, killing <laughs> children and women of the sand people to mm -hmm. becoming Darth Vader and slaughtering rebels in that ship in rogue one going on to, without even yeah. batting an eyelash um choking out admirals and generals and lieutenants of the imperial army to cutting off the arm of his own son after he proclaims <clears throat> i am your father he chops off without even just wham i mean he is the physical embodiment of death incarnate and here he is and just as a good guy picks up the emperor and hucks him over um, the edge and really and truly a kind of a funny scene. If you haven't, again, I cannot put over how much, uh, how entertaining I thought it was, was the Lego holiday special now streaming uh -huh. on Disney plus. Um, it does kind of talk about this scene. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that that was always um, interesting. They show Anakin's, I'm sorry, Obi-Wan's hand 
Mm. Or not Obi Wan, Darth Vader's hand, and you see yeah. just wires and stuff coming out of his right hand. And obviously, when you can do a movie in reverse, and and they go and they chop off Anakin's hand in in the end of, of Attack of the Clones, mm. it is just kind of interesting to see, like, oh wow, like his hand is just all it's all electronics. He's 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 not even a man um, anymore. Mm. Um, that he's just all machine. Um, it, it was interesting. Again, yeah. go back to your original question that uh, it was always kind of interesting to see the ultimate bad guy become a good guy, but still kind of like in a bad guy outfit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 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 like looking back at it now for me, I don't know how I feel. Like I, I felt like yeah, there there should have been some type of uh, granted it was the eighties, you know, it was still very much like oh, you know, everything should have a good ending, right? Yeah, happy ending type of stuff. And this this is happy as Anakin, this is the happiest ending that Anakin will ever get type of thing. And, and I get that, but to me, it felt like very much like kind of campy in a sense too. I I, I was kind of hoping that he would do something in a way that I rem- I would like to remember Darth Vader, like instead of like just like him turning good was cool but him lifting up the emperor and having that freaking walk and just tossing him over the edge i'm like that's campy as hell bro like take your lightsaber and clink, chop him in half type of thing right uh, Do be be darth vader but understandably so what happened to his, to his all that stuff his hand too and all that cool understandable but it it, it felt very much like like it was such a uh it was such a face turn yeah that it, it was kind of blatant I'm like okay cool now it's looking back at it now cool okay we can talk about you know the the context and the age and you know where it was originally his time and how young we were or could have been when you first watched that but now i'm like okay it's kind of it's kind of campy to me like the, dude you have all this power i would have loved for darth vader to be like like right behind Palpatine and just like just force choke him cook kill him right then, yeah. then. that yeah. would have been cool that would have been in character for him him being to me that felt like that was the only out of character type of thing that i had for darth vader like darth vader really just picked up palpatine and just threw him off the edge <laughs> into into the engine and I'm like eh, okay cool that's fine well like yeah it, i felt like it would have been better in, in character for me if if darth would have just choked him killed him he's strong enough to do so it's the only thing that's holding him back is basically his leash and that was it you know i i had to um look him up because i didn't know what his actual name was uh in the uh, the 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 canon and the character's name is nian num uh and uh people going like who the fuck is kevin talking about uh nian num is the co-pilot of the millennium falcon uh with lendo calrissian oh and i i I, want to settle this 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 argument because I've had this yeah. with many, many people. Growing up here in the Coachella uh-huh. Valley, yeah. uh, where there's a heavy Latino presence. Going over this. Yeah. Nian Num comes across as a Latino character. Mm-hmm. Kind of has that, just has a look to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had it been tell many people. It's funny because I had a I had a friend of mine, one of my really close friends in college, um, who I ran track with, he's a Hispanic man. And he even told me, a big nerd too, would tell me that one of his favorite parts of Return of the Jedi 
was seeing this character fly with Lando Calrissian, mm. a black man, um, and seeing his co-pilot, another person of character, even though it's an alien-looking character. And I'll show you who I'm talking about. Let me bring up the, the picture real quick. If people are going like, who the freak is Kevin talking about? Um, this is the character that I'm talking about. And again, if you're on our YouTube version, I just showed the video of Nian Num uh, yep. from Return of the Jedi. Um, and he's the, the, the little guy. But you you look at him and and people wonder like, why do you think he's Hispanic looking? Um, it just, I don't know. It just, and I, I'm not the only person I've been hearing it for years, mm. but the more I watch it, I go, well, wait a minute. There's more Asian influence in his facial features. And, um, there is a long standing, um, I put this delicately hmm. joke at the asylum that uh, Hispanics and Filipinos have a similar. Oh, we're basically the, the same we're basically thing. The, we're basically the, the, the Mexicans of the Asian community. Yeah. There you go. You said it, not me. And you can say it. Um, so I've had this argument with friends of mine hmm. that Nian Nam is obviously an alien. He is in some, some outer space planet what i's not from earth mm. um is he based on a hispanic character or a filipino character is it, i've had people tell me i've had literally have had this argument for 20 years about mm. this character not knowing what his name was um that i have to go no he's mexican no he's filipino no he's mexican he's filipino well, he's neither he's an alien species but um mm. like who is he based on I have to know from JR, our resident Filipino, who should lay claim in the race draft of, of Star Wars? Who is drafting Nian Num to their to their race? I would say his own race. He's neither. He's neither. <laughs> Dude looks like neither, man. But like I get it though, specifically for yeah. his time if you watch it, but like, say, like he doesn't. He has certain aspects, sure, of both. Like he, he kind of looks a little bit more Puerto Rican, I guess, in that oh, sense. Okay, I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take a look at her. I gotta take a but look. But like, her. yeah, okay. but like, nah, man. Like, I don't know. Maybe we try to get. Like, I gotta find back the scenes again, man. I gotta find back the scenes of like of yeah. of, of Lando coming back and saving everybody. But like, nah, bro. Like, we don't we don't claim him. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we should, like his own people should claim him man his own people is an alien race somewhere out there that should be that are marginalized at this moment by the rep, by the rebel by the by the empire so hell no uh but no it's it's, it's whatever dude we, we like there, there's there uh who who's the closest brown person aside from bill aside from lando in the star wars universe in just the three. I, oh, freaking um, the closest brown person I would think of is is Leia's adopted father. Uh, well, yeah, obviously, obviously. obviously, yeah, but I forgot his name. But yeah, him obviously. But like, that's it, dude. Like, um, we don't claim him, bro. <laughs> I, 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 like, I I know I know Filipinos are short, dog, but we're not that short. 
<laughs> we're not oh also so back on to i was i was gonna ask you also the, um, i want to bring this up because i know this has been a topic of debate for a very long time and i'm hoping probably this won't be our last topics for the for the podcast because it's getting pretty late guys but um and this man has to go to work in the morning so there's yes, that sir. <clears throat> so and, um and we are at the special edition ending oh, to the movie oh god no okay okay don't we don't we don't need to see that saying but like okay so the point of contention is this why are people still mad at lando Why people people people, people are still don't forgive him. People still have not forgiven this man because of the betrayal of Han Solo. How does he portray Han Solo? You talking about I, him knocking the satellite dish off the Millennium Falcon? No, like in the sense of like uh, in two for for you know for leading Darth for having him for Han being captured. There, there are still some talks by saying that oh, that people. Don't, I know there's been a point. It's a point of contention for for Billy D too when he goes to conventions and all that stuff. Like one of his one of his recent one of his most constantly asked questions is like, oh, do you feel sorry for, uh, for having Han get captured, right? And people still don't forgive him for that. I'm like, this is really like, it, it's crazy how much, how much of a conversation this is to me. I thought that was a non-factor considering the fact that he went after Han in the end of in the end of Empire. Yeah. And and also that he was a general in the rebel in the, uh in 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 um in the rebellion. Or is he general or like he's a, yeah he's general. Isn't he, he becomes yeah, he's general. He um, he is unveiled when when Han makes the I think Han makes the announcement general, um yeah. and and refers to him. But um yeah. So like, I, I like think people, st- people still don't forgive the black man for saving the white dude. I think that the the one of the things that I just watched a video on this not too long ago. Actually, I think it may have just been this weekend, where, um, and here comes the scene. They they should reset it. Oh, it frustrates oh, which, me. Which, which 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 one which one? Oh, the, the, one where they, the one where they have Caden Christensen come in as Anakin. <laughs> I knew you go to that. One. I, I will say again. this. I'm so happy. I'm so happy this. you're back, Caden. I'm so happy you're back, Caden. Um, is there has been talk for years mm-hmm. that they were thinking of removing um, Sir Alec Guinness mm-hmm. because it makes in- no sense. Yeah, to have to have um, removed the older man version of Anakin Skywalker, the basically the guy who played the Force Ghost in the original release in 1983, yeah. which is the the older version of Anakin. You have the yeah. older version of 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 Yoda. You have the yeah. older version of Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, why they had to remove the old version of, of Anakin and put in Hayden Christensen. And then uh, there was talk of removing Sir Alec Guinness, which, oh my God, they would have burned Lucas, Lucas Valley yeah. to the ground um, yeah. and, and replace him with, with um, Ewan McGregor. Oh my gosh, that would have been awful. But uh, I'm glad that they didn't. There was, there was, there's been talk for years about them doing that. So, wasn't there some type of like dispute about like likeness and all that stuff? That's why, or yeah, was it just straight I up think like Alec just... Guinness has his family has rights to it? Or I don't know, there's legalities, well, it, but nonetheless, yeah, in, in the same context for like the older, the older Anakin, right? Like, the, I think that, like, it, that could be it too. That they, like, they it was, they it was 
it was literally during the time where we still had freaking that we still had freaking um Hayden Christensen around and so like yeah let's just put it in like he signed his life away to Star Wars so let's just put his name let's just put his like us freaking everything so yeah so um I I, I I liked it um it put a pretty little bow on I I can remember um after the um the prequel trilogy's finished yeah and I remember I sat down and watched. I remember we we rewatched the, the original trilogy shortly after we saw Revenge of the Sith, and um, I was like, "Wow, this is it!" Like I, I almost because I remember sitting in the theater after Revenge of the Sith, going, "This is it. It's over. Six movies uh, of my in my lifetime, and I'll never see another Star Wars movie again." Um, I will I will just have to watch these movies over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, which we've done. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, not knowing in 2005 that 14, no, 2005, so the 11, you know, trying to do the math real quick. Yeah, 11 years later, mm-hmm. I would get The Force Awakens. And we would get a whole new trilogy. By 2005 or? Well, I saw Revenge of the Sith in 2000. Revenge of the Sith came out in 2005. Yeah, 2005, yeah. So Force Awakens came out in 2016. Yeah, okay, yeah, there you go. No, wait, no, you're right, 2015. Yeah, 2015. 2015, so 10 years later. Yeah. um, I I went to freaking Comic-Con and saw it. Um, So... It's I, I never thought I'd see the day. I remember I sitting when I heard about the Marvel the, when Disney bought Lucasfilm and they said immediately at the press conference for the purchase we're doing a, a sequel trilogy. And um, and when they announced J.J. Abrams as the director, I was like, holy crap, dude, this is sacrilegious. The guy mm-hmm. did Star Trek. Um, so I never I, I honestly thought I just remember sitting there watching I. I watched these those six movies over and over and over and over again because I thought I'd never get to see uh, another Star Wars movie. Not knowing yeah. that we're going to get not only one, not two, but three new Star Wars movies. We're going to get a brand new TV show called The Mandalorian, and which has now yeah. spawned multiple uh, TV shows. We also and we got get two... Re- we also got two spin-off solo spin-off. and rogue one. Yeah. Then now we're gonna get Rogue Squadron. Then we're yep. gonna get the Taika Watiti Star Wars movie. Oh, oh my gosh, so much content. Yeah. For is, years is, to come. Yeah. It's it's a, just it's as long a as good, they never reboot it. it yeah. It's Don't it's a, reboot. well reboot in the sense of like the last three. I'm okay. No, with. see, that's the thing. <laughs> they're awful. Just well, like yeah, the, yeah, they're the awful. first three are awful. But just let them go and just build. You have this is okay. This is an example yeah. that we'll get into with the Mandalorian. Okay. Is take the established content that we have, mm-hmm. take a little bit of the canon, mm-hmm. take a little bit of the extended universe, mm-hmm. and, and make it work. And, and John Favreau is doing that. He is, yeah, he is. Uh, adding a little bit of like he added a set piece that was obviously from a, a broken pod racer from years yeah. past. So that's a nod yeah. and a wink and a nudge yeah. to the prequels. Um, yeah. There are uh, yeah. scenes I can't get into. There are scenes in season two 
that yeah. lay the groundwork for what we see in the 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 JJ trilogy, the JJ and and, and so the, the the biggest for for me the biggest disservice that the that the recent trilogy has done specifically is that they um is that the we've already had established characters in the extended universe already out there really well established really really amazing yeah. characters in 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 the hopes of the solo kids right we had we had that was a bummer we, we had we had three solo kids and two up. of them yeah and two of them are basically ray and kylo and we, we like I, i'm just hoping that you know somewhere along the way we find we get like some 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 form of like force force powered person that can reality warp some type of thing we have janice solo back <laughs> I they'll want figure out, they'll figure Dude. out a way to make it work, but I I don't think it's happened. Obviously, they've they've killed off Han Solo. They've obviously Carrie Fisher is not coming back. So Princess Leia is dead. Um, for, for spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the sequel trilogy, but we'll get into those next week. Um, Force Awakens tentatively scheduled for next week. Um, thank yeah. you so much, guys, for staying uh, for staying with us. And um, following our Star Wars journey, I can't believe we've already made it through the not only the sequel trilogy, the, 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 the prequel trilogy, the, the original trilogy, the two spinoffs, and now we're on the downward spiral towards the rise of Skywalker. And yeah. eventually we will get to the TV shows. Uh, so, JR, at this standpoint, we have now seen eight movies. Where do you rank Jedi? Because you you said last week or, or la, the last go round you said that Empire is your number one. Where? So hope. Uh, let me see. Um, one is Empire. Two is Hope. Three is going to be this one. Four, uh, four closely uh close to to three uh close to uh my number three and four is is going to be is going to be solo movie the solo movie. Or no, yeah, solo movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then five is gonna be um is gonna be um is gonna be uh um uh, uh rogue one and then the and then the prequel sequels. Right now on my list, I have a new hope as number one. Empire Strikes Back at number two. Um, I do have Return of the Jedi in my top five along with Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Solo um is uh. Based on the movies that we've seen so far, A New Hope is number one, Empire is number two, Rogue One's number three, Return is number four, and Solo is number five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after Solo would be Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, and The Phantom Menace. So we have not yet seen, we have not seen Rise of Skywalker, we have not yet watched The Last Jedi, and we have not yet watched The Force Awakens. That will be hopefully tentatively scheduled for next week guys thank you so much for uh listening to our 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 great show here and listening to jr absolutely lambaste um cyberpunk 2077 (sighs) but we hopefully made up for it by taking a a delve into we didn't do we 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 watched a little bit of it but we kind of just wanted to give you guys more of what we thought uh based on what we're seeing in star Wars, what we're thinking yeah. of right now. Cause there's just, God, there's so much good stuff going on right and, now. And, and the, the main reason why guys is because it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <We've> <laughs> it got, really is. There is 
there is gold in them our hills though there's some great storytelling we do get introduced to some great characters reminds you whether you not whether you what you think of her or not ray is a fun character um poe dameron is a great character Mm -hmm. finn is a tragically unfinished character that should have been finished i'm so sorry poe i like rose sorry i like rose sue me i don't care um i will hate you i i i I liked her you know maybe she wasn't written well who knows what 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 would happen if JJ got all three movies? Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll get into all that in a couple of weeks or next so week guys, or whatever. So, guys, uh, please join us next time uh, next week when we when we go to the first adventures of both Jaina and Jason Solo. I mean, Ray and <laughs> Tyler Ren. Thank you guys so yeah. much at PS Comics. I love you on Twitter and I'm sorry on uh, Instagram and Facebook at PS Comics. I love the letter U on twitter don't forget to follow us like us subscribe whatever you want to do go to youtube uh, our youtube channel uh subscribe to the channel like the video comment give us mm-hmm. your feedback let us know what we're mm-hmm. doing right what we're doing wrong don't forget to hit up interstellar uh desert oasis and uh this past desert. week there are some christmas sales going to happen um and uh yeah guys have a wonderful, wonderful holidays, depending on when it falls, when you listen to this video. Thank you so much for, for yeah, following guys. our little podcast. Happy yep. 30 episodes. Happy 30 episodes, guys. And please, please, guys, I need you guys to start a revolt. Bring us, let's, let's bring back Jaina. The, the, the best, the literal best Jedi to ever, uh, to ever well, should have walked the earth after, after, um, <laughs> after Luke, but then we got Ray instead. What about Ahsoka? <laughs> Ahsoka's number is like number four and five, honestly, legit. What about Baby Yoda? He's not even he's not even Jedi yet. We gotta but wait. He, we gotta wait. He, we gotta wait six hundred years. He waves. <laughs> he waves his do his his magic handy thing. Yeah, and he, well, we gotta wait six hundred years. <laughs> okay, we gotta wait. We gotta wait about five hundred years before he turns like fifteen. Okay, in our, our time. But yeah, guys. So uh, thank right, you very guys. much. Thank you. Thank you for just hearing me. Kind of just kind of be buzz ranting and all that stuff. And I I just miss it's I miss the, Jaina. It's the beer the, talking. It is, and I miss Jaina. I miss her so damn much. And Jason. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, Ray and and Kylo. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, guys. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.